Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Yeah, I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Wednesday, June 29th, sunny, lovely Louisville, Kentucky. We're here, as always, at the luxurious, world-famous, historic Big X Studios. Catch us on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, wherever you can stream radio shows. You know it as the Big X. Here with Trevor Kelsey, as always, behind the glass, rocking the New Jersey Devils t-shirt, looking, I don't know, slightly out of it today. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not completely out of it. I woke up like right at 2. You got up, so you didn't get up a half hour earlier than usual today? No. Because you had to work the bats game. No, no, I didn't work the Bats game, actually. Justin Kalen did the Bats game today. Scooter Dingus, Bats game. Scooter, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why we lost. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why, and, of course, that's why they didn't go extra innings for the, four, the fifth straight Wednesday. My God. I mean, is it too much to ask? When I saw Lodolo was on the mound, I was like, damn it, we're not going to get a yeah, break. Yeah, you know. We're, he, we're not going to start He late. only pitched, I think, one inning, though. Wow. Well. inning and a half. And it was still a low-scoring game. And the Bats tried to make an effort. They scored. They hit a home run in the, uh, in the top of the A's. But then the Mud Hens hit a home run in the bottom of the A's. And then they hit a home run in the top of the eighth, but they needed three of those and only hit one. So. Thanks for nothing, Bass. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for nothing, guys. I didn't, and, I, and I didn't even bet them the game either. So We've got uh, – we have lots to get to today. Are you ready for some breaking news right off the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got some bad news, too, to, later on the show. It's a depressing day. <laughs> thanks, but, thanks for yeah. jumping right in with that. No, well, we've no, got I'm, some exciting breaking news. Cool. I've also got some bad news we got to get to. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Well, is our breaking news exciting or sad or happy? It's exciting. I told it's you happy? I told you at the end of yesterday's show this was probably going to happen. It has now officially happened. Louisville has received a commitment. Yes. From another offensive lineman, Jordan Church, a.k.a. I try to put things in you know ways that you remember them. The guy who was eating fried chicken out of a U of a football helmet on his visit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, the uh, Big Church Man. Big Church. Uh, nice name. Great nickname. Not the most creative, but that's okay. We'll Big call Church. Him. BC, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What? What could BC stand for other than Big Church? <laughs> I can't think of anything. I mean, you can throw, you all? You throw no. me off. It's 311. You've already thrown me off. Record time. I'm completely off my game already. Uh, Jordan Church, three-star offensive lineman from Florida, 6'3", 315 pounds. He, made the, he was in the big uh, weekend visit back to June 17th weekend, uh, famously in the highlight video, eating chicken out of a helmet. Incredible. Uh, maybe the best thing I've seen from, in a long time on a recruiting visit. Picks Louisville over Florida State. Ole Miss, Tennessee, Missouri, Pitt, among many others. I actually took a visit to Pitt last week. He is listed at – he lists himself at 6'5", six, uh, six, 315. I said 6'3", a second ago. 6'5", 315. Big body tackle, 
could potentially play guard, according to our guy Keith Wynn, but certainly has the ability to put on a little bit of extra weight and potentially play tackle. Very high upside player. The offer list, like I just said, very good. I think when you look at that, dismiss the three stars. He gets a four-star offer sheet. And add him in with Luke Burgess, potentially Madden Sanker, potentially a couple of these other guys. Kobe Keenum was on campus a couple of weeks ago. And all of these complaints that we've heard, and they have, there haven't been many of them, but people looking at this star-studded recruiting class and saying, love the specialty players, love the cornerbacks, love the, the help that we're getting in the secondary. What are we doing in the trenches? That's now being addressed. And it needs to be because right now we have one of the more experienced offensive lines in all of college football coming back next year. But that always means something else. It means you're about to lose all those guys. So you got to replace them. And like you've said a couple of times, Trev, offensive line is that one spot where it's probably more hard than any other position in football to just plug a true freshman in there because they're not physically ready to make that jump from the high school level. So you can't just play all these guys right away and expect to be as good. Um, but certainly, future looking bright. Big time commitment for L. We're feeling good. Summer of SAT continues. Hard nearly impossible to just put an offense a, a true freshman in there at offensive line i mean if you want to especially at this level i mean now if you were in you know no disrespect to certain levels maybe you could do it but then again the offensive linemen that are ready to step in right away aren't going to those schools anyway so uh, i love this i mean I, I i brought this up you know not to be debbie downer on sats a few weeks ago but you know i said you know i, I love seeing these receivers he's running backs he's he's you know quarterbacks is awesome it's beautiful but we got we got to get the, the the meat in there. We got to get the offensive lineman. You know we've got like we've got this car and it's got you know it's it's cool paint job and it's awesome sound system and it looks flashy, but we need to get the engine in there because that's the offensive line. We need to put that V eight engine in there or whatever else you know motorhead think are cool. You know the thing that uh, the the Daisy and Puse kid was describing. You know I saw that next to the sea monkeys in the comic books. That's what we need. We need that big engine in there because we got everything else around it. And now we're putting the engine in there. We got the, the dual to- tailpipes. We're ready to roll through the ACC. That was a great A metaphor right there. You like that? I enjoyed it. It was very Thank good. Thank you. Well Thank done. You. Uh, Jordan Church announced this commitment with a video. He, I told you this yesterday. I mean, now we can kind of. There's no. Po- I don't like giving away commitments. There's no point in dancing around it now, though. I said Keith came on the show Monday. Basically, he was trying to cheat. He was trying to keep this thing going where he comes on the show and we get a commitment in the 24 hours, either when he's on air or in the hours following, because he thought Jordan Church was going to commit on Monday night. Do you think Jordan Church knew this and just purposely waited an extra day just to, to, to piss Keith off? Well, here's what happened. I, I think he did. I sort of referenced this yesterday. <laughs> he was ready to commit. The video that he was going to put out announcing his commitment wasn't ready, though. This is a classic 2022 move. <laughs> so he had to wait for the video to be prepared, which he has now posted on Twitter and his other social media channels to announce his commitment. And that kind of screwed Keith. Like the, the video, whoever put this video together for Jordan Church kind of screwed Keith. Damn editing department. You know what? If he'd come to us and our production crew, we'd have gotten it done on time. It's directed by uh, Brand Films. It's really directed that you had to put directed by. I, I, I played the first four seconds of the video on my computer. It's directed by Brand Films. They, they want to brag about wait taking too long to put something out. Don't be bragging about that. Well, they don't know that. I mean, until now, <laughs> nobody knew that. <laughs> brand Films. We just screwed Brand Films. Screw Brand. Well, they screwed themselves. But Keith now is going to try to take. He's trying to claim Burgess. It doesn't work that way. I, Burgess I, was already yeah, committed. Yeah, I mean, he can he can meet halfway in the middle. He was early on one a little bit, late on the other. You know, we can meet halfway. Would you, if you were doing a recruiting video today, would you do a video? Well, how would you announce your college? Because I mean, I feel like this. I screw with everybody. I mean, nothing. Not, not the videos are like overplayed because they can still be creative. Like the kid from Wagner did the one a couple years ago where he's a superhero. Yeah, it was, was, was kind of cheesy looking, but still kind of funny. I mean, there's just. I mean, the hat thing is played out. I mean, there's got to be like maybe skywriting possibly. 
Could that be uh, something you could do? I mean, I mean, what level do we like try to top like you know baby uh, gender reveal party uh, announcements composed to like revealing your college announcement? Are kids gonna start blowing stuff up? I mean, <laughs> starting wildfires based on their recruitment videos, commitment videos. Uh, I think I, if I was a big time recruiter, I've said this time and time again. It's why I don't blame these kids. It frustrates me as somebody who's trying to follow this when recruitments are difficult to follow. <clears throat> Monty Bates. Um, it's kind of annoying, and even he's a, he's a transfer, so he should know better. He's been through this process before. But I would, if I were a 16-year-old kid who was being contacted by every major college in the world, yeah. and I knew that every move I made was being followed, I would absolutely just screw with everybody. I'd be well, like, yeah, I mean, I'd use the eyeball emojis on every tweet. It can mean anything. I'm like Arkansas State eyeball emojis. Just get the Red Wolves fans every, off. And every it's day you change your background picture to something another, something related to another school in your list. Just like a yeah, just some re- sort of re- rotated daily or even like almost hourly if you can. Subtle hint like a checkerboard yeah. background for Tennessee fans <laughs> out of nowhere. I would go into college as the most hated player in all of college athletics, and it would be the way I'd like it. You put a picture of, like, a hound dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing you do, you put a picture of, like, uh, Rudy, the movie Rudy poster, just tease Notre Dame, maybe. I'd be like, and if I was a basketball player, I'm like, just talk to Coach K, coming back, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I mean, I just, I would screw with everybody. Right into Coach K at the Denny's. The, the, the recruiting writers would absolutely hate me, and that would be what I would do. And as far as, like, making an actual commitment, I have no idea how I'd do it. I feel like you'd be Make like a, a cake. You get as, as appropriately as you wearing the Detroit Lions t-shirt and you being a Lions fan, you'd like Barry Sanders just walk in and hand the ball to the ref and be like, here you go, I'm going to I would probably well. do. I'd, I'd be in, a, in actuality. So I'd dramatic. I'd do the Arch Manning thing where it's like, I'm committed to Texas. Like, you don't even announce it. Don't even That's tease it. it. Just, just put it out there at 2 o'clock on a, on a Wednesday. It's probably what I would do. Uh, not me. I'd do something. I just I don't know. Like I could think, I could see me like uh, like jumping off like a high dive. Of course, you know, be <laughs> I would jump off a high dive, and as I hit the water, in the water is the helmet or, ma- or, the, or the hat of the team I'm getting. As I come up out of the water, I splash up, and I'm wearing that hat. And I'm like, I'm going to so-and-so. Probably Louisville because that's where I would head. So you pole vault? Well, I could, I could pole vault, too. Pole yeah. vault over, like, a Louisville bar? Well, oh, that's be, oh, here's perfect. I'll pole vault, and as I, as I go over the bar, and I hit, and I hit the, like, the big thing, it shoots up a ton of dust, and it spells out. Cardinals. Does does intern Jenna's back by today? By the way, yeah, does, yeah, does yeah. Jenna know that you think you can pole vault? Do you think I can pole vault? Don't make me say that. Trevor thinks he can pole vault. I mean, I, I think I. Yes, I've seen people pole vault. These, these are the exact responses I have. I mean, I'm not saying I might be successful. I, I, that's no, exactly what so I said. Short. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I would be successful, but I think I can attempt it. You, anybody can attempt it. You think the poll has magical powers that it does. You think the poll's going to do all the work. It does have magic, and it does do a lot of work. I, I remain con- – I'm not convinced you know what pole vaulting is. The I mean, more we have this discussion, the more I'm – I, know I think you're thinking of, like, the javelin or something no, else. No, I, I could do javelin, too. I could do that. Anybody can can do it. It's like well, saying you, anybody can shoot basketball. You may not make well, it. Well, not necessarily, yeah. You can I mean, shoot. You may not be able to make it. Mean, you can say everybody can walk. Anyway, I didn't mean to get really back into the pole vaulting discussion. <laughs> I thought just Jenna needed to know this, that this has happened while she was gone, that this has been a, become a thing. Um, She's looking at me now and saying and she knows I can do it. What She's winking at me again. Um, uh, we have other things to get to today, but Jordan Church, <laughs> nice little uh, positive news right off the bat. Since we were, you know, starting on a, a solemn note, 
because the bats got beat. Yeah. And also, um, we didn't get to start the show late because the bats ended on time, even though we did kind of start the show late. Wait a minute, hold on. You're saying it's the solemn note that we had to start the show on time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I wanted the bats to win. I wanted Wait, them to come were, back. What were you doing before? Okay, that's what it was. I thought you, maybe you were busy doing something before you came in for oh, the show. I mean, just kid madness. What do you expect? Kid madness. You got Standard the three, All three of them at the house? All three of them at the house. Virginia is... <laughs> she, refusing to go down for a nap. She claims she wanted to uh, to go down by herself without any help, like a big girl. I'm like, oh, my God, she's really growing. Like, this is great. And I'm making a sandwich. It's like 2 o'clock, and she just bursts through the doors and is like, good morning, Daddy. I was like, well, that's not how it works. How long was she asleep? She didn't go to sleep. Oh, it never went down. It was, I was like, this is, this is why we don't let you do this you by yourself. You didn't even get finished making the sandwich. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, it was, it was not a, a good was, moment. What was on the sandwich? Uh, cheese, turkey, and bacon. Ooh, okay. Some salt and vinegar chips on the side. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a big salt, but that's okay. I, I never liked them until a few years ago. Just bacon and uh, Swiss cheese? No. Colby, uh, Colby Jack. Oh, Colby Jack's okay. Colby Jack's good. Are you a Pepper Jack fan? I like Pepper I like pretty much all cheese. Yeah, I'm pretty much, too. Yeah, I'm a cheese guy. I'm, you like, know, like, I'm like Monterey Jack. You know, everybody said when lockdown started in COVID, they were going to get really into some, like, obscure thing. Mine was, I was like, I think I get really into cheese. I think I, like, I want to, I, I love cheese. I think I, like, want to find out more about what makes this good, how it's made. I did none of that. Well, you were in Europe, though. Didn't you try, like, didn't you go to France? No. Oh, well, I thought you went I've to... been to Italy and Ireland. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just a hopscotch away, right? I mean... Ireland, not exactly known as the cheese capital of the world. <laughs> the Irish cuisine, they're not known for their food, period. No, I, don't want st- I don't like stinky cheese, though. Like, I like stinky cheese. No, I'm not. I've developed st- a taste for it. No, and blue cheese is disgusting. I love blue is cheese. Is blue cheese even considered a cheese, technically? Yes. It's right there in the name. Well, just because it has the name doesn't mean it's an actual cheese. Well, it is. <laughs> there are various types of blue cheese is, is one of the few things that like you know you talk about your your palate maturing and foods that you just hated as a kid Never, no, well not no not yeah. not you per se but <laughs> you're completely talking over my head average right? human Spanish? beings what are you saying i don't get it <laughs> who don't eat fast food every day hey leave at, my chick-fil-a alone at a certain point they like there are foods that they could not stand taste that they, they couldn't stand as a kid that they just like to like as adults blue cheese is probably the biggest one for me could not stand it until like i don't know 27 28 now I love it. Me was Chinese food. Well, that's <laughs> and I was I was because I, I was I think More I was broad. I was <laughs> I'm like I think I was like in my mid to late twenties where I ever eat Chinese food. Mine was pizza. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like I never wanted to try eat Chinese food because I just never thought it would be any good. And I was like, that's not that, that's not at all related to what I was saying. And, and, I'm talking about things that you didn't like. You never basically you'd never tried Chinese food until your twenties. Well, I knew I didn't like it though because I never tried it. God. And, are, then, and then it was you, actually it was actually take that back. It was our more early twenties because it was the it was the day that the bourbon chicken sample people moved into the mall St. Matthews, and that was the day I was like, I think I'm going to try Chinese food. These are the same conversations I have with Virginia, my two year old. I'm like, how, I'm like, how can you know that you don't like it? You never tried it. Are you? I don't like it. Are you? Are you? Are, I don't know if I should be insulted that I'm in the have the intelligent conversation piece of a two year old or you're saying your two year old is so smart she has the intelligence of a forty two year old. We can meet in the middle there. <laughs> I can I can handle that. I can take twenty one. <laughs> I'd love there. to be twenty one again. Somewhere. <laughs> uh anyways, we want to hear from you today. We have other things to talk about, most of it nonsense, but that's a standard uh summer Wednesday. But Wednesdays we love when the text line controls the narrative of the show. We love the text line all the days. But Wednesday especially, we want you to kind of feed us some topics. Tell us what you what's on your mind, your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your concerns. And also, Thornton's sex line. Thornton. We love Thornton's. Love Thornton. We love Thornton's, especially when they're going to potentially give us ten grand. Not us, actually, but you. I mean, they already give me money when I save at the pump using my rewards card. They're going to give me more money now? And all you got to do is, it's a click of a button. Refreshing. Click? You know about the Refreshing Rewards app. Saves you money at the gas station. Saves you money when you go inside to any one of the 71,212 area Thornton's locations. But now... 
Thorin's is doing their summer cash bash, which means one lucky Refreshing Rewards member every week is going to win $10,000 all summer long, and there's going to be a grand prize at the end of the summer, which is a Chevy Tahoe, a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. All you got to do to enter, open that Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter, and if you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, very easy to enroll. Just text REWARDS to 80313 today. That's 80313-REWARDS today. Um, so we love the text line. We'll hit you up on the Thornton text line at 502-414-1450 uh, all day long. Texters are asking, is Keith going to come on to try to steal this this commit? <laughs> He's not. He, we, we don't like having him back on today. We He's, tested the magic. He's the magic too busy failed. to do more than one day a week anyway, right? Yeah, keep even he's like kind of busy. I mean, he's got he's got he's got like five kids, and he's you know he's he's got I think he's got three now. Three, okay, but he just he's got he's got a new one too. Got a new one. Yeah, and I mean he's 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 a busy man. He's out there trying to get you know get the, the scoop on everything. Let's let's you know what instead of having him on here to brag about something he already doesn't need to brag about because he already accomplished it. Let him keep him out there and get another recruit. He's working. I think we could use. I think we could use a center. Hey, Madden Sanker could play center. I mean, we need we need guards in both sports. I mean, so let's let's let Keith. We'll, we'll give him a rest. We'll get him out here next week. I have a follow up question talking about guards because we we have a which sport basketball. Okay, for the first time ever today, we're going to have a Amani Bates, DJ Wagner co update of the day. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to handle it's that. A, you're going to have to play the MacGyver theme over the Game of Thrones theme. Ooh, which one gets? <laughs> I don't know how that's that's how it's going to have to happen. We will get into this Bam at a bio gate, which is I think. Vintage, just classic but summer Louisville sports I, radio. I'm so glad you discussion. played that clip. I could watch that clip like every day. Oh, the Quentin Snyder. I mean, when Quentin Snyder just destroys Bam's ankles and makes Bam look like the fool, and he falls on his butt, and he's like, "Where did he go, George? Where did he go?" It was great. It's, I mean, it's the whole most, night was great. It's the most beautiful thing in the entire robbery. I mean. And the, and the fact that I don't think have they beaten us since that moment? I don't think I don't know. Have they? I don't think. It, I know it was pre-pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been pre-pandemic since we've lost to Kentucky. That was the basketball. Tuesday night game as well. That uh, me and TJ did the game, did his show across the street from the M Center that night. Ooh, and tough was, look for TJ. Oh yeah, he went to the game. He's bragging. Remember that? That, that was the same team that uh, lost I mean, North Carolina. Yeah, and I'm assuming did. did oh, I bet you Higgs, Higgs took out and Bam's ankles, didn't he? In that game. Oh, was it Higgins? It was Higgins. No, that was the year, again, I told the story where I went on radio and said, like, what I'm about to tell you is a 100% lie. But, no, no, it was the year after, I take it back, yeah. where I was like, I was like, John Higgins is refereeing this game. And, like, all the message boards went nuts. Like, Rutherford says Higgins is on the call. I'm like, I just told you I was going to lie about If you it. look closely at that play, you'll see John Higgins run very fastly underneath Bam and, and, and clip his ankles. And that's what causes him to fall off, yes, Kentucky fans. Good God. That's a true story. Real quick, I've, I've got to follow up. So we were talking about guards. Uh, we know we're going to get, well, we know it hasn't been officially announced by UofL, but widely reported that we're going to get uh, Hersey Miller, the son of Master B, as a walk-on. I mentioned when it happened, like, like when I found out a few weeks ago, our babysitter, who's a just graduated from UofL, she did not know who Master P is. I think we have to ask intern Jenna. Does intern Jenna know who Master P That's is? Good question. Jenna, do you know Master P? Oh my God! I she said I, she said I feel like I've heard my dad talk about him. Oh my Lord! Just I mean, you know, like, like I know I'm old, but every now and then stuff like this happens so that just great. fully reinforces it, and you just look back and you're like, where where'd the time go? Oh, she Googled him. She Googled Masterpiece. <laughs> you do know I'm glad. Is it bad? What is worse, like? 21-year-old not knowing a Master P or 42-year-old not knowing someone that's like Travis Scott? It's not It's not worse. I, I wasn't able to understand. You are around 
she's, she's so pissed. She's not wrong. She is very angry. She makes a good point. She's upset. I haven't seen her this mad since she was telling me about how she lost in the volleyball tournament. Because when we were talking, <laughs> when we were talking to to Madison, our babysitter, I was like, you know, like make him say, oh, I was like, when, when was that? I was like, oh, it was like '99. I was like in eighth grade, and she was like, she goes, she said the exact. She goes, I was born in 1999. I was like, well, that explains that. Don't give me the hours. Do you know who the Beatles are? Ah, but they were they they were long gone before you were born. You know okay. they are. Beatles and masterpiece. Beatles and masterpiece. In apples and oranges discussion. Um, <laughs> so my dad, I just compare masterpiece to the Beatles. He was the fifth Beatle. <laughs> Look, when Paul McCartney gets a, gives us a kid who walks on the U of L basketball team, then we can talk about it. I mean, come on, Hey Jude, make you say uh. Both lyrical masterpieces, right? Make um say uh. Make um say. Make um say uh. Which I'd like to see Master P perform the Beatles. <laughs> Look, the shocker coming out and doing a <laughs> do something. Well, we know it's summertime. You ain't getting legitimate sports, sweetheart. <laughs> it's, yeah, it ain't happening. Y'all after big things, we after big bank. Yeah, we had <laughs> third world hustlers, soldiers in combat. <laughs> He's reading Master P lyrics. Convicts and dealers and killers with true tats. Uh, we couldn't have C uh, Murder would not be able to join <laughs> to join that party. I don't know. We can He's do in it. jail. We found that. Out. <laughs> Still, I know. But uh, can we do like Zoom or something? Maybe we can get, we can Zoom him in. Though. We can Zoom. Him. Can we get him like a pass, like a day pass to leave? We have to get him to end the hunger strike, and then we'll get him on Zoom. And we'll bring him in. People who didn't listen to that show have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. We have to go to break anyway. When we come back, uh, we'll react to some of the Thornton sex line stuff. We'll get into... It's a, it's a sad day for me, by the way, today. Yeah, you keep, <laughs> you keep just trying to bring the general vibe well, I'm, down. I want to I, 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 will, I will bring it up now because it's 3330, so we'll do it in the next like, Am I going to feel like an a-hole for laughing about this? Because you keep... like I don't Probably know if it's, not, no, I, I don't think it's like bad. a genuinely... The way you bring it up makes me think that it's not a genuinely sad thing. It's a, it's a sad moment for me, but it's okay. If okay. you, you want to chuckle at me, that's okay. You're... My misery always brings you joy, I know. That's not true at all. All right, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll find out Trevor's sad news, and we'll go to the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Wednesday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. There we go. Strangest like hits that I can remember. I like this song. I liked it when it came out, but looking back on it, it's a strange song. I, like I, just, I just liked it, especially when he was like, "You collect our records." Like, who has records still? Well, Ryan Adams says that in the song too. All right, we have to cut this off though. We, we got to cut it off. Cut it off. Uh, cut it off. Cut it off. We have. We didn't get to the girl. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Oh, it's time. We have the update of all updates when it comes to the Imani Bates update of the day. Play the song. This is the all-time update. This is maybe the last time we do this. This is the update of updates? Amani Bates. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it without laughing. According to Joe Tipton, who's uh, at Tipton Edits, he does all the, the graphics for people who commit somewhere, for all the kids. Ooh, he would have an update. Amani Bates is committed somewhere. We, ha- we have a commitment? He is not committed to Louisville. 
Who? Would you care to venture a guess as to where Imani Bates has committed? Well, you took Louisville out of the, the, the case. That's not cool. Um, I, w- I mean, I would have probably just given it away if it was Louisville. That's true. It's true. Um, I'm going to say I don't think Michigan. Kansas State. Imani Bates has committed. Is there Kansas State or Memphis State? Imani Bates has committed to the Eastern Michigan Eagles. He did go to Eastern Michigan. He did Mi- it. He did it. He said it. With a you tweet. go, Stan Heath. You uh, tell them you're not overrated. And you can still get the big recruits, even if you won't ever come on my show anymore. Because I wrote the invitation as XXX coach's name. <laughs> Stan Heath. Stan Heath. He is still the coach, right? He, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was this of like going into this offseason. I'm trying to react to this news <laughs> in real time. I Every time that Eastern Michigan got tossed out. Didn't they claim they weren't even bothered recruiting him because they didn't think they had a chance? That was the word. That was the word, yeah. When the when the initial list got sent out there of the, the six teams he was considering, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly who it was. I know it was five schools and then the G League night. It was us, Michigan, it was our, Eastern Michigan, DePaul, and somebody else. And When Kansas State at that point, they were late. No, on, it, yeah. it may have been Kansas. It, whoever it was was one of the schools that pretty immediately was like, we're not actually recruiting this kid. As of EMU. Because <laughs> it came out that, like, out of all these options, the only schools who had legitimate interest in Imani Bates were Louisville and DePaul. So Eastern Michigan at some point was like, we ain't taking this kid. Or they were like, he's not really considering us, so, you know, whatever. We're not going to make ourselves look like a fool. At some point between then and now, Stan Heath, former USF sensation, Stan Heath. <laughs> Made the plays necessary to land, again, say what you will about his skill set. We've talked about his skill set ad nauseum. The biggest name in the transfer portal. You mentioned that yesterday. His name carries more cachet than any other player who was available. Yep. It's a big deal. People are reacting to this all over social media. Stan Heath gets the job done. And Imani Bates is going to play in the Mid-American Conference next year. I, 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 I don't really know how to react to this. Um, Stan Heath is the true MacGyver. He just took something out of nothing and made it into an impact. That is appropriate. Why we, we use MacGyver as update because that's, that's what Stan he just did. He just took a, a bubblegum wrapper and a broken fuse and a big lighter and turned it into a Monty Bates. I'm trying to process this on the fly, and it's very hard <laughs> to do. We've talked about this kid you for Stan Heath. We've, we, I mean, deservedly so. The last time I saw him, I think we were beating him eighty-eight to thirty-nine in the AAC tournament. The last time he had for Eastern Michigan was Lakeland Magic. The last what? He, well, it was the G League team. Okay, <laughs> I forgot he coached at Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he's he's not been good anywhere, <laughs> no, he's, anywhere I, he's gone. I, I know he's been horrible. That USF team that I saw, like the last time I saw him, it was the twenty fourteen AAC tournament. And they were the least interested team I've ever seen in a postseason game. Like, they, nobody was clapping. The, the team actively wanted to lose. It was like that South Park episode where they're trying to bat themselves out in Little League. Like, that was that USF-Houston game. But neither team wanted to win. It was embarrassing for everybody involved. And that was my lingering memory of Stan Heath until today when he takes the one player that Louisville fans kind of wanted to get out of the transfer portal and brings him to Eastern Michigan. I mean, it's, it just seems perfect, though, for Bates because he can go there. He can play point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, head cheerleader, head macho man, assistant coach. It doesn't matter. He can do whatever he wants there because it's Eastern Michigan. It's his hometown. They haven't they haven't won more than ten games, I think, in six years. 
I'm not, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think I'm pretty sure it is. It, it just, it's perfect for him. Now he can go there and just do his thing. He can gun. He can score. He'll score probably 20 points a game, if not more. He might take 30 shots to do it, but he will. And he can have his way. And Stan Heath is going to be like, hey, who am, I, who am I to complain? I mean, I'm sitting here just still riding the coattails of my Kent State run from a decade ago to get a job. The only thing I've produced at a professional level at this point in my career is Antonio Gates, and that was to the NFL. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. Remember his kid, played point guard for him, was not good. No. Josh. <laughs> wasn't good. I'm just throwing out every fact that I remember about Stan Heath. Okay, so last year, spoiler alert, they did not qualify for the Mid-American Conference Tournament. That's how bad Eastern Michigan was last year. I mean, then they, they went like five games last year? They played, I was going to ask you, okay. they, they played 31 games last year. Venture a guess as to how many they won. I literally don't have it in front of me. I'm going to say eight. Ten. Ten and twenty-one. Okay, so they did win. I apologize. That was his first season they on the job. They topped the ten-win season. That was his first season on the job. They finished 11th in the Mid-American Conference. He, I mean, San Heath hasn't had, if you go back to, he hasn't won more than 12 games in a season since 2011-12, which was <laughs> the year where they beat us on senior day. Like, the only good South Florida team of my lifetime. Um, and then that, I think that's the one of only two winning seasons that he's had as a head coach since 2007. Two <laughs> that's who Monty Bates has gone to play for him. I mean, I'm looking at South Porter, and he was there, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years and had two winning records? Yeah. And I wouldn't exactly say they were, like, blowing the doors off winning records. They were, And the losing records he had were just bad. He had two <laughs> two seasons where he won 10 or less games. I mean, look at Arkansas. This man has won 10 or less games everywhere he's been at. That's an accomplishment. He's nothing if not consistent. That is, I mean, that is amazing. The interesting thing about the uh, he won more games as one year at Kent State, and I think he's then he then he won in his last three years at South Florida. The the interesting thing about this is so this morning I, I talked about how the word on Sunday was kind of like he's not coming to Louisville anymore, and it's probably going to be Memphis. The word this morning was like it's done. He's not coming to Louisville. He's going to go to Memphis. Um, and then, well, he and didn't then five, come to hours, five hours later, um, it's he's going to Eastern Michigan. He has now made this Instagram official. Um, you know, the Tipton Edits guy put the link out there first. He now has posted a video on his Instagram, which I can't watch because we're on the air, but it just says, the title is just My City. He's Ipsy Proud. He started Ipsy Prep. He, now he's coming back to to take Eastern Michigan to the national well, title. I still know Iceman George Gervin, the, the best EMU ever produced, but... Uh, so let's, let's cut through the chase. Like I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to make jokes about Imani going to Eastern Michigan, and that's obviously something to monitor. It'll be fun to kind of follow what he does if anything him, by there. the way for getting on the deadline he did say he would be there before the end of the month real quickly yeah you're right he finally made a promise <laughs> he finally, to the made, finally, made, finally made a deadline yes or no Amani Bates plays the entire season at Eastern Michigan makes it through the whole season no I say no too I don't think it lasts nah I can't don't is that due to injury attitude sanctions whatever whatever I mean but no I don't think he he'll start the season I would be shocked if he's playing in their conference tournament. I feel like he puts up a bunch of like sizable numbers in lopsided losses early in the season. Yeah. And then he's like, to hell with this. Like, I've got enough highlights for NBA. Let's start getting ready for the draft. If he play, especially if he plays, oh, God, if he plays well, like the first month of the season. And I guess maybe that's what his def, what his depends what his definition of well is, too. I mean, putting up points doesn't mean you're actually playing well. Uh, then, yeah, he would be. He's gonna be like, thanks, Stan, for the uh, the one month. Stan's gonna be like, hey, you got me five wins. Stan, it's a career year for me, buddy. 
I mean, I mean Stan Heath's just waiting for Tom Izzo to call him and beg him to come back. The big thing for Stan Heath, though, is he's going to be able to say, like, their attendance numbers are going to go way up. You have to assume that. Like, that'll be a nice little boost in cash flow for EMU. Like, that's – and that's the big draw. Even if this fails miserably, even if what I just laid out is exactly how this plays out, he comes there, he plays, like, eight games, he scores a decent amount of points, they lose by 30 to every good team they play, and then he leaves – it's still worth it for Eastern Michigan. I wonder like, what kind of, absolutely I wonder worth. What kind of nil contract they gave him. Did they tell him that like, you get a percentage of how many ticket sales we, we boost because you're here? Does, does, does that Free room and board because you can stay at your parents' house? I don't know. You can just stay. I mean, they're just going to be like, hey, we get any extra ticket sales, which it's easy to tell if they sold more than 12 tickets, then then yeah, we'll, we'll, give, you the, we'll give you a, a cut of the profit. I'm going to miss the Imani Bates update of the day. It's just, it's setting in now that we don't get to do this anymore. No, we still we still got maybe DJ. we'll keep it on. We well now we have the the Imani Bates DJ Wagner co update of the day, which makes no sense, but we still have to talk about it. We will. Damn you, Imani. We'll do that second hour, but let's cut to the chase as far as like Louisville now, because it's fun to make jokes about Stan Heath and Imani Bates going to Eastern Michigan is certainly a story in its own right. But for us, this kind of goes back to what we were discussing. I think it was two days ago on Monday. It now seems apparent that we're not like the roster is the roster. We may sign a couple of kids before the season starts that are still in the transfer portal. The only other kid who I knew in the transfer portal signed with Kansas State today. Um, the kid who averaged like fourteen and eight at oh God, I can't remember even remember where it was. Um, he has a like Taiki, it's a strange first name. He was the only other guy that I'd even heard of that was still I out there. I haven't even heard of him. Oh, I think he just won Coach of the Year three different times. Well. When you set the bar that low, I mean, and then you overachieve. In three different, two different conferences in, in the G League. How the hell does this guy get three coaches of the year honors? I mean, <laughs> what do you want me to say? I know. I just, it baffled me. I was like, G League coach of the year. Big East coach of the year. Matt coach of the year. I'm like, what the hell? Well, the Big East coach of the year was because he made South Florida like good for one year. So. Yeah, they won 20 games. He went 20 and 14. Yeah, Tyke Green is who I'm Tyke talking Green, about. Okay. Um, cool name. Yeah, he... Yeah, he's he averaged fourteen and eight. He was the only guy that I at least heard of. Where was he from? I think I want to say Eastern Michigan. <laughs> he's replacing. Is that who the no. pace is replacing? I, I can't. I, he, it was a, a smaller okay. school. He's an up transfer for sure. That's fine. Um, he's not coming here, so who cares? Uh, Stony Brook. I take back. Ah, yeah. He'd been at Manhattan before. Stony Brook, Eastern of. Michigan. I get him confused. I was too. thinking he'd been at Manhattan before. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the the green. The green. <laughs> Does Stony Brook wear red? No, I said man. He went from oh, Manhattan. Oh, went from Manhattan. I got you. Okay, so he's uh, bounced around the Northeast. So we like our roster is pretty much set at this point. Like this team is is the team. Short of walk on, yeah. There's nobody else out there who's going to be an impact player. I mean, I hope there is, but I, it, it certainly seems to me like there's nobody out there that you're going to add who's going to dramatically change the outlook of the upcoming season. So, what we've been talking about for like two months, you know, he's going to get guys. He's going to get guys. We're going to get guards. Don't worry about it. We don't have guards. We We've got L. Ellis and then a couple of guys that I think we're going to have to hope can play guard. I mean, we have to hope Kamari Lands can be kind of a combo guy. We're going to have to hope Mike James is as good as the rumblings were last summer. And, I mean, like, Masterpiece Kid might have to play a little bit. I mean, we'll see what happens he with might Fabio have Basilli. to, yeah. I mean. We'll see what happens with Basili trying to get him uh, reclassified and enrolled. If that happens, that'll help a little bit. But the team pretty much is the team at this point. Like, this is very much our, our Hickory High School. Like, this is your team. Nice. Your team, your team is on the floor. My four are out there. Well, I mean, or the the pep rally where it's like, I, I would hope that you would cheer for who we are, not who we are not. <laughs> this is your team. <laughs> who, 
who's who's our Jimmy? Amani. 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 I don't think any Louisville fans are cheering that at this point. Like any guard, any guard. Like, this is your team. I, I just I just want to throw it out there. Jimmy Chitwood played guard. Get him out. Get him up there. I mean, hey, he was he was an extra college player. The guy that played him. Oh, was he really? I think I think he played small division one. Yeah. Uh, who, who was the original? Who was the real Jimmy Chitwood? What was his name? Bobby Plunkett. That's correct. Plump. But yeah. Oh, I thought it was Plump. No. Plunkett. It's all good. Bobby Plump. Close enough. Because it's Milan High School, correct? Yeah, the Indians. Yep. And then, like the, I, I do know that the scene in the film that everybody talks about, where he like doesn't miss a shot, like when Gene Hackman's talking, talking to, him, to him. Yeah. It's that was one take. Like, yeah, and he missed that. He, the, the, the very he missed end. that last one. Just so so great. I know that I, I'm, this is my last Stan Heath reference. I swear. Because I'm going off his Keep him coming. This is Stan Heath's day. What the, else are we going to talk about Stan Heath the, on this show? I'm just, because I happened to, I left it on his Wikipedia page as we were talking, and I just looked up and just happened to see like this last paragraph written under his coaching career. I love this. This just made me giggle a little bit. In March 19, 2001, 21 years ago, Sports Illustrated featured five colleges, five college coaches waiting in the wings. You got to love looking at retrospectively back at things like this. Heath was on that list. Who else? The other like the other five coaches on the list, the other four, Leonard Perry of Iowa State. Okay, do you know who that is? No, I didn't either. He played, he coached at Idaho for five years, and now he's at Pacific. Go Vandals. <laughs> John Pelfrey. Okay, who, despite being forty games under five hundred as a head coach, was had his ups and downs. Uh, Jeff Ruland of Iona. Okay, and you know what? Much like your your boy in Mighty Ducks, goes one out of five. That's what Sports Illustrated did. Number five, Jay Wright. I was, I was going to guess Jay yeah, Wright. That's, <laughs> talk, talk about the clear winner in that group. <laughs> Pelfrey a close second. I don't know, Pelfrey or Stan Heath. I mean, honestly, Stan Heath. I mean, he's got three coaches of the year award, but I don't think Pelfrey ever won an award. Probably not. I mean, he's where's Pelfrey right now? Ten- Tennessee Tech or something, I think. Where, he got a job. Uh, Tennessee Tech, yeah. He's been there for three years now. Yeah, and I don't think he has any awards. Uh, no. No, ch- no, he Sunbelt Coach of the Year in 06. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. How dare you? How dare me? How dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm closing Stan Heath's Wikipedia page. Sorry, Stan. You're done. Uh, as much as I did enjoy reading it. Man. Uh, Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Texture says, do we even know KP was still actively recruiting him? We don't know anything. Okay, let me just, you. I don't know. You don't know. This is, we're all speculation and guessing. If I if you were to take a guess, do you think he still recruited was still recruiting him as of yesterday? I think he still would have taken him. That's not what I asked. Is he, do you think he still recruit? Was he still like reaching out to him? I, I I've got no idea. Like, I know you don't, but take a guess. I, I I'm gonna say no. We'll put it on the message board. I'm gonna promise. say no, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't like going to take him. Like, okay. I, I think that means he made his pitch. There was some sort of and there clearly was communication at one point in time. I agree to that. I think at some point he was just like, okay, let me know. Like like you know, we're not gonna keeps like, like we're gonna beg on our knees forever and ever and yeah. ever but if he was going to commit to louisville i think louisville absolutely would have taken him i the the whole saga has been very strange i don't know what's going on but i feel like just probably a week or so ago kenny just told him like listen when you make up your mind you got any questions for me let me know peace i can see that happening but... and i don't yeah i think it's i would again there's no don't go posting this on message board rutherford's fat sidekick said this or whatever uh you know i'd but I would be. Sh- I don't. Th- I'd be. I, I would. I would guess he probably hasn't talked to him for over a week. I guess that seems plausible. I, and again, I've got no idea. Maybe he really know. wanted him. Maybe he was trying to keep up. I mean, I know that I would they. Hope not kind of. That's the case. <laughs> well, I know they know the same people. Like, like Kenny Payne had a close connection with the 
the people around Imani Bates, which is how this kind of whole thing got kickstarted, which is why people drew the logical conclusion that he was going to come here and play at UofL. And I, I, I can't tell you exactly why Amani said thanks but no thanks. It does feel like almost a more fitting conclusion that he's going to Eastern Michigan. And after this all along, I've used DePaul as the example, but Eastern Michigan works too. They and, work better, actually. And I've said, you know, if he – and this is not – it's going to come off as fanboyish, but if you were legitimately committed to trying to become the player who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, mentioned in the same breath as LeBron James and Michael Jordan – four years ago, if you wanted to still realize that potential, Louisville seemed like an attractive option. You've got Kenny Payne, who's worked with very highly touted players before at his time, has a reputation for being kind of this kingmaker. NBA guy still texts with him and still talk about the close relationships they have. You're playing it you know, clearly the most prestigious program that you were considering in Louisville. You'd play against the best competition you could play against. You have a great spot for playing time at UofL. It's, if that was going to be, if that was what you wanted, this was the place to go. If you wanted to just kind of do what you've been doing for the last three years, which is ding around, not getting a whole lot better, putting up a decent amount of points without any sort of like pushback from your coaching staff, not being pushed to your full extent, you were going to go to DePaul. The same is true with saying Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not rooting against the kid. I've got no. I've been kind of rooting for Imani Bates ever since this got the story got going. Because when you see a 13 year old kid who's given these lofty expectations, I always get a little bit concerned, and I always feel bad for the kid because it doesn't seem fair. And I think he's been screwed over by the people who are, are around him. And again, that's not me saying this because he didn't pick Louisville. I've been saying this for you know the last two years. I think he the the Ipsy Prep thing was a catastrophic misstep. It, it was silly. It was all the things that you don't do. I know that I guess. You have to assume the dad had his best interest in mind. He was trying to insulate him. He was trying to – it was just not not good. Things didn't go well at Memphis. You know, Demanding that he's the starting point guard before he even signs is a terrible way to get things going. I hope the be- – I wish the best for him. Nothing good comes I don't when see you're this working out well. demanding stuff. No, no, usually nothing good comes from that. When right? you're a 17-year-old high school junior yeah. demanding things of a, you know, like – I mean, like Norway. you said, Eastern Michigan, going to Eastern Michigan <clears throat> is like basically following the same trend that he was doing going into his original college decision. And, I mean, if, I guess if in his mindset he's thinking, hey, that pattern got me on the cover of Sports Illustrated and considered a top recruit, so maybe I should just go back to that pattern. Who says you can't go home? Um, I mean, I, I – <laughs> I guess that's his mindset. And you can't go home. Get that fourteen-year-old mindset back and try to become the guy I was in eighth grade. I don't. I don't know. But he. I mean. Oh, that's why BBH has been trending. Was bring Bates home. Bring Bates home. Bring Bates home. Is there a bring Bates home guy? Oh, yeah. I saw the uh, bring Brom home guy was on the uh, worst. The least school person tournament. Yeah, I didn't vote for him. I voted against him. You voted for the NCAA. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I saw that the my vote was dominating the the chart right now. Was it? I haven't looked in a recent. But Bates, I mean, for anybody who's talking about, like, why were these expectations so high? Yeah, the cover of Sports Illustrated, it just says, uh, this is the exact headline. It says, Magic, Michael, LeBron, and the 15-year-old who's next in line. And the picture is Imani Bates. Like, that's, though, and written by Michael Rosenberg, who also wrote the, you know, UofL is a, a campus that's terrible for women. Like, all that thing a while back. Like, not exactly, not a great track record of being accurate, but that's fine. Yeah, you'd say he's hyperbolic might be an understatement. Exactly. Uh, Bates was... He was the Gator- the first player ever to be named the Gatorade National High School Player of the Year as a sophomore. Averaged 32.3 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists per game at Lincoln High School in Ypsilanti his sophomore year. He also was the first, I think, uh, like 8th grader 
to ever be invited to the prestigious like Nike ABCD camp. So that was a like he had all of this. He was actually he was allowed he was the first eighth grader to be permitted to play up on the EYBL circuit for Nike. He had all this, you know, best recruits since LeBron, best recruits since Durant, all this stuff popping up with good reason. And like I've said a couple of times before, he didn't grow and he, his game never really improved. And the guys who were his age, who were just a little bit smaller and who needed to develop more physically and with their game, they did. Bates didn't get any better because his dad started a prep school, his junior season of, of high school. They didn't play any good competition. The good players that they brought in to play for Ipsy Prep uh, left because they clashed with Imani. And it's been just kind of a disaster ever since. Like the, the pandemic, I think, didn't help him out at all. And now he's in this place where he needs to prove himself for really the first time. Like he has more doubters than I think believers. And if he wants to even be a first round pick, he's going to have to show a significant amount in his next season of college basketball. And I'm not sure that Eastern Michigan is the place to make that happen, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what happens. First round pick, he just wants to be drafted at this point. Yeah. So there I mean, he would get he'd go in the second round, I think. But problem with guessing a second round pick is that's where a lot of the teams mostly do take their European kids. Yeah. Because that's where you can kind of draft and stash with them. All right, you guys have thoughts on Imani Bates. We will come back and we'll talk about those in the second hour. 502-414-1450, that's the Thornton Sox line. We'll get into that. We'll get into the guard situation. Are you nervous? Are you not nervous? All of that good stuff coming your way in hour number two. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Okay, I just remembered that you told me yes last night what the thing yeah, was. Ah, you remember now. And it's going to cause the. We need Jenna to settle this debate. Okay. So you're familiar. Oh, I had this debate already done. You're familiar with Lord, I assume. I am. The, uh, Trevor claims she's a one hit wonder. No, I know she is. I would call her like a three hit wonder. Really? Because what's the other two? That she has other good songs. Let me. The thing is, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. She does well commercially. Her albums, all three of them have gone to number one. She's had 13 singles, only two reach the top ten. Two in the top ten right there negates your entire argument. Okay, You can't have two top ten songs and be a one-hit wonder. Yes, you can because A, Vanilla Ice had two top tens, and you would never consider him a non-hit one-hit wonder, would you? I would not consider him a one-hit wonder because I love Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Okay, and that's not even the other hit he had. See, three-hit wonder. Okay, that, that song never reached. Here's the philosophy of one hit one. Team, team is a really popular team. Song. Team hit number six, and that was it. And that, and they has the top six. She has, she has even, the hit even, number six. She right? hasn't even, huh? Where, what's your number six song? I mean, well, I mean, I don't have. A, I'm not a one hit wonder. Neither or is some she. Some call me too pumped. That's not okay, the story. That's enough. <laughs> I mean, so no. Here's the theory. Of, <laughs> she set me up. Are for you that legitimately one. trying to run Jen away? <laughs> she set me up. It was way. a joke at first. Now I'm kind of thinking <laughs> that was way, there's truth to it. It was just way too easy. I couldn't help myself on that one. Okay. Uh, no. Here's the theory you of one. Have. Here's my theory of one hit wonders. And I, I, I thought this yesterday. One, there's kind of two different versions. All right. There's the one that you just basically have like your 
Um, you're way too deep. It's your closing straight, time. It's a cut it's and dry yes definition. No kind of She's a one-hit wonder. She's a one-hit wonder. She's got She's two top ten songs. No, because you can have a second top ten song because your first one was so good. People go, let's check this one out. Hey, it sucks, and you never have another one. If you don't have at least three top ten songs, you qualify as a one-hit wonder. That's not the way it works. Okay. That's the way it works. What if we talk That's about the why fact that she has gone on, like, on tour? Oh, wow, she's, she's gone on tour. But she's I'm just saying, if she's popular. a one-hit wonder, she's people a... wouldn't pay to go see her perform That's one song. That's not true. People go to see, pay one-hit wonders all the time. All three of her albums went to number one in America. Then why can't anybody buy an album? I'm a single from it. music anymore. It's singles, you're living in the 1980s, she's as always. She's a one-hit wonder. She's not. She, you, you, again, by definition, she's not. She has had two top ten songs. And it wouldn't get radio play to the point where it would be in the top ten if people weren't listening to it. Text line says... Uh, Team by Laura is a great song. Laura definitely not a one hit wonder. One hit wonder. That's why today's theme is all one hit wonders after night two thousand ten. You're wrong. That's what all I these mean, have been. Your opinion can Fact. be wrong, but if we're going based off the true like one hit wonder, ultimately you're just incorrect. Yeah. No hate. One hit wonder. This is what it is. Trevor doesn't acknowledge facts and arguments. You'll okay, learn cool. this. Yeah. Well, then why am I acknowledging a fact that she is a one-hit wonder? That is a fact. That can't be a fact. That's if not she a has fact. more than one song. <laughs> That's an is opinion. <laughs> I don't, know if you, I don't know if you don't know. I mean, by your whole standards, means. there's been like six one hit wonders in the history of music. Goatier qualifies as a one hit wonder for sure. Yes. But oh, he's had top 10 hits in other countries. He ha- not in America. Okay. Again, like you're acting like that's a bad argument. It's a pretty I mean, I don't even know if he's argument. had a second song reach the top 10, to be honest with you. He hasn't. That's, the, I, that's why he's a one hit wonder. That's why he fits and Lord does not. But Lord is still a one hit wonder because she will always be known for one song only. It's not true. And just because her second song snuck into the top 10 because people listen to it because her first one was good doesn't mean she's still good. No. Again, it's the vanilla. It doesn't matter if you think it's she's the good vanilla or not. Ice that rule. becomes objective. It's the vanilla ice rule. You you can have a second top 10 song just because your first one was that popular. Texas says, take it easy on Trevor. He can't count. <laughs> I can count one. Texas says, we all know it's Randy Marsh anyway. A lot of people are making the South Park. Joke. Is that, I love a South, South Park. There's a Hold South up. Park episode where Randy is he's actually Lord. Oh, is he? Yeah. And okay. Yeah. She so actually Ra- liked the episode apparently. Randy Marsh is a one hit wonder. No. Yeah, she's she's such a one hit wonder that nobody knows that she had a whole South Park episode dedicated Ooh, to Ooh, she had a South Park episode. That you must be it must be make sure on the center of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. Not a small thing, Trev. I mean, you, you can you just get, a, uh, Trevor thinks when he uses that voice that it somehow makes his voice better. Stupid. Like, oh yeah, going to the moon, going to the moon, such a big deal. You guys went to the moon. Oh, cool. No, oh god, you're, 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 you're populating Mars. Oh god, you're populating Ooh. Mars. Like, that, that, that doesn't change anything. Ooh, I'm Mike Rutherford. I drink a smoothie that's green. It's got <laughs> I, it's got it's got it's got aloe in it. Ooh, it's got aloe, aloe, aloe in it. <laughs> Do you know what aloe is? I, I shaved. I cut my grass and made it a drink. Ooh, I'm Mike Rutherford. <laughs> it's got lawn clippings. Lawn clippings. I'm oh. fancy. Look at me. Look All at right. me. All right. Moving on. One hit wonder. On. You're not, I'm sorry. You, you guys can't prove me wrong. You're, well, you're wrong. Texas, did you know Imani's middle name is Master? Uh... <laughs> God, I hope that's true. Texas says, <laughs> shove a GD big Montana down Trevor's throat right now so he'll be pacified. <laughs> They don't make the big Montana anymore. Texas, <laughs> Texas blood and guts. Tune in, Mike. Blood and guts. It's not happening. Oh, it's the the, the Jericho Association uh, Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club tonight. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be devastating. It's gonna be blood and guts. Without Trevor getting too excited, what I'm is not- AEW? Well, well, too late. Don't, I just got no, excited. It's a, re- it's a, re- it's a wrestling league. It's like, you're familiar with WWF yeah. back in the day. It's like the new, cool, like, anti 
competitive league to WWF. It's not. It's 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 better than WWE. Okay. It's called Sorry, All, WWE. It's AEW All Elite Wrestling. It's on TNT tonight at eight o'clock for Blood and Guts. Tune in. Blood Guts. Blood Guts. Okay. Texas, even when he's demonstrably wrong, there can still be a debate. Hashtag How am I wrong? Tasties versus Tasties. <laughs> well, first of all, there's no wrong with answer for that one. Well, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says this is what the show has become. Texas says, uh-oh, he's bringing up the vanilla ice argument again. Again? Because <laughs> it's a proven fact. Texas is a league? Come on, Mike. What, what do you call it? Wrestling? A promotion. Federation? A, a promotion. A promotion? A promotion, yeah. I don't like that. That just it just sounds wrong. It's that's what the term they use really. Man. It's like when we were watching hockey the other day, and I was texting with uh, with somebody, and they were like, "You can come over," and I was like, I'll, "I'll talk to you during the first intermission." And Mary's like, "Did you just call it the first intermission?" And I was like, "That's what they call it, like in between periods." And she's like, "I don't. That's like for plays and stuff." And I'm like, yeah, "I hadn't really thought about it because every other sport is halftime because they're half." But it's because there's three periods. There's three so, periods. Yeah. There's there's two intermissions. But don't they have halftime? I always thought their halftime was after the second period. No, because isn't that isn't There's that an intermission the same after amount of first time and second between. period? All yeah. the the gap between into first to second is the same it's as the second. Same. And third. Yeah. I never knew that. I always so do they, the goalies switch side after each period? The goalies switch sides after the yeah the first, second, and third periods. Oh, so you, they go back and forth? Okay, yeah. I did not know. See, when I texted you that during the game, I always just thought, why does Naki only do four? Then why did they do three? No, I like it. I mean, it's, uh, I guess it's, I mean, I'm sure there's volleyball. Generally, know this volleyball is after the second set, right? In a five set match, they, there's a halftime after the second set. Um, when we played five, if you play best three out of five, it's the same. Like, I don't know about like, I think college. It's yeah, after the I was second. gonna say, I think it is after the second set. You're right. That's when because I've been to a few matches. That's when they go to the when locker room. Yes, yeah, when yeah. the teams go to the locker room. Yeah. yeah. Do they go to the locker room at the, do they go to the locker room after the first period in hockey? Yeah, it, it's the same. After I didn't both, even know after I, the first I, and the second I, period. I just don't tune in early enough in the games. Every it's time like I two half in. times. Yeah. That's weird. That's That seems a little excessive, especially in a sport where you have so many line changes anyway. Do you really need that many breaks? Do you need, do you need two halftime breaks? Yeah. I don't know. Hockey is so aggressive. As I say, like you know, realize how they stay on the ice for like one minute at a time. They're I know what I'm saying. They're 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 taking re- their breaks regularly. I mean, nobody's you know skates for it's a lot. I guess. Also, yeah. some people on teams play almost the entire game. Other than Do that. they really? I thought most people don't come out in a line change. The goalies only. There are line changes and stuff, but yeah. you can play a certain amount of minutes. It's like crazy. Texas ESPN reports that Imani Bates has left Eastern Michigan and has entered the high school portal. <laughs> For a second there, I thought it was legit. Texture says <laughs> that'd TK- been funny if he'd gone back to another prep school and something. <laughs> Texture says the TK Hot Take Hall of Fame so far: one, Top Gun Maverick is terrible. Oh, it's bad. Two, the projected number one pick from France is terrible without ever seeing a second of him playing. I never said that. Three, numbers do lie. Uh, and then he says, "Am I missing anything?" There's been a lot. Okay, first of all, the second one I never said he was terrible is because he was from France. I may, have, I, may, with French I may have stereotyped him and said he was soft because he's from France, but I didn't say he was going to be terrible. You right. said he You said he was. I, I'm pretty sure. You may not have used the word terrible. You implied he was going to be a bust. No, I, I, I said it bothers me because I, I feared that it, that we're starting to get into the European trend of all these guys being reached for early that most of them did turn out to be busts. 
I didn't say he would be a You're, bust particularly. We'll have to check the tape because I think that the texture's right. I don't think I call him. I didn't mean to if I did. I don't know because I don't know anything about Well, there was kid. a whole thing where I kept saying, like, you've never even seen this guy play. And you're like, I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> I think you get into these, like, rage takes where you just don't even know what you're saying. Watch. In two weeks, he's going to owe somebody $100. But I never said that. No, I'll admit to saying that. And we won't know that in two weeks. But by the time we do, it is due, I probably will admit that. Next March. Remember, yeah. I mean, it was a year ago. <laughs> you have gotten this kicked off the air, by the way. In the rage takes, though, I. <laughs> You're probably right about that. Uh, I do. I do have a tendency of blacking out sometimes in my rants. You do, and just just I wake up like the next day. I'm like, what the hell were we talking about on the show? Texas says promotion is more of the inside lingo. Company is more acceptable. Okay, sorry, sorry to give company you a, a mark sense. answer. Yeah. Texas says Trevor wants to change hockey and he doesn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just. I'm trying to help you the sport out, man. That's, that's true. I don't know anything about the rules. Trevor says, Texture missed a, hot, missed a very hot take. Quote, anyone can pole vault. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was going to say something about the pole vault. I said that? Uh, you well, you implied that you can pole vault. So Oh, so you're saying that means oh, anybody no. can? I think that that's kind of the implication. I feel slightly insulted by that. Not, not completely or care, but I do so slightly. I mean, Trev, <laughs> you can't pole vault. If I, if I, if I pull off a pole vault, you had to, you, know, you have to admit a Lord is a one hit wonder. I'll admit whatever you on, want me oh, to. Admit. Anything? Yes. If you pull off a pole, I don't want you to do. That. You're going to get badly injured. No, I'm not. I'm gonna land on. I'm like a, super athletic, like diesel people try to pole vault and can't do it. Are you saying I'm not diesel? Correct. <laughs> no hate. If you make it off the first of all, the the, the only time you ever Damn. doubted your ability to do this was when I told you you have to run to pole vault. I, I still, first of all, I still find that I don't think that's relevant. You have to you run. You have to get momentum. Oh, can I jog? <laughs> you think the pole is going to stand up by itself? What about, you don't have to like push it or anything? Well, <laughs> I'm staying away from that one. Uh, I'm, yes. just, I'm done. I'm done. You can't. You, you, you can't pole vault, Trev. I think I can. I think I can give it a shot. Anybody as long can as, give it a shot. I mean, as long as the pole doesn't break on me. Po- the pole snap a lot I'm, too. I'm, I'm, they do snap a lot. <laughs> I mean. Can I, if I can get a pole made out of that the stuff that you know Wolverine has in his body, then maybe I have a. I think I, I think I can do it. I don't think it would bend at that point, dog. <laughs> Texas, another missed hot I love take. How she calls me dog she all does. the time. That's great. Not, it's endearing. It's like the PRP. Is in her that room. what it is? It's yeah. the PRP in her coming out. That's she fine. can't help it. Yeah. You actually grew up in Shively, so. <laughs> Lively Shively. Yeah. Texas, another missed hot take. Dog poop is fertilizer. You don't have to pick it up. Well, that's true. It's not true. It just—it's—I I return it to Mother Earth. It's not—it's not how. Jed, it works. you haven't been in for this one. Do you—do you pick up? You have—you have dogs, right? Yeah. You're a big dog person, <sighs> like I am. Um, I didn't say that, but yeah. I, I knew you were. Uh, okay. uh, you've told me off the air, I think, because yeah, because I said something about bringing my dog. Okay. You're like, yeah, hey, yes, story. Do you do you? I mean, you just—you don't have to. You don't go out and clean up the dog poop, right? You just let it go back into the ground, right? Like in your own yard, or yeah, like in my backyard, walking? in your backyard. I mean, I'm the child at my house. Oh, somebody see, cleans, she so, does it. Somebody cleans it up, though. I think yeah. she's no. Yes. She's agreeing with me. She no, I'm saying I don't do it. Well, Mother Nature cleans it for me. Her parents clean it up. Mother Nature does it for me. Nobody picks your dog poop up. Your well, yard is just covered in dog it's crap. Not covered in dog. Crap. <laughs> I guarantee you're the talk of the neighborhood. Everyone actually hates you. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, that's for other reasons, but my it's not. Uh, my yard is not covered in dog crap. I've taken pictures in my backyard and sent to you. Now, is there several dead spots of grass where they pee? Yes. But is there is there a ring of dirt around the fence where they like to run back and forth and chase the neighbor dog? Yes. But is there does it look like does it look like Jeff Goldblum walking into Jurassic Park and be like, that's a big pile of bleep? No, I do not my backyard does not look like that. Uh we've got a to not to stomp on the Trevor's 
Not to move Hot on take from that. conversations. <laughs> uh, Travis Branham wrote a story now for 24-7 Sports talking about the Imani Bates saga, and here's what he had to say. Bates heading to Louisville was all but a done deal, but as time went on without an announcement and as conversations progressed, things began to gradually shift. Sources have indicated that Louisville gradually cooled off of the recruitment and eventually backed away altogether. I also retracted my Louisville crystal ball if you're keeping score at home. Had Louisville not kicked off, had not cooled off, all intel indicates that Bates would have been a Cardinal. So Travis Branham, he's not a UofL writer, he's a national writer. He says, this is Louisville, hands up, backing off, saying thanks but no thanks. That's kind of like what we just said earlier in the show, though, where we were like, Bates, I mean, uh, Payne was probably like, hey, listen, you know, if you want to come here, let me know. I'm, I'm back, I'm, I'm not calling you. I'm gonna leave you alone. I, I wish we would have. That just, doesn't surprise me, actually. If the rumors about a couple of grad transfers, a couple of just normal transfers, not wanting to play with Amani Bates and that keeping them away from Louisville, are true, I wish we would have just done this a long time ago or been more like loud about the fact that. We I mean, we might have been anymore. honest with them. I mean, Payne seems like the type of guy that, at this point, at least, and, and it's easier to do when you're you're still new, is not going to bend his standards. To bring in a player, I mean, we've seen that already with you know whomever it was with the nil stuff. Where uh-huh. he's, you know, he wants to. Is he said himself to quote him? You know, I'm building a program here. I'm not, you know, and that, you you compare him a little bit to Scott Drew, and Drew was like willing to bring anybody in oh, at yeah. that town. I mean, Quincy Miller and and who was the guy that could leap out the gym that was tagged with Pearson Miller? I forget his Quincy Miller. I forget his name. Deuce Bellow. Deuce Bellow. Thank you. I knew you would remember it. I mean, he was, he was you know, open the door, come on in. You, you don't know how to read or write? I don't care. We'll get somebody to do it for you. This is Baylor, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but but Payne, I mean, now, does that mean we have a horrible year next year and the pressure comes on that those standards will still be there? I can't say that for sure. But as of now, he's he's putting his foot down and showing, listen, I've, I've got a spine. I'm not just going to bend over and bring anybody, anybody in here just to have a chance. And I, I you gotta like that a little bit, right? You gotta have some respect for that. Yeah. I mean, until he goes like maybe six and thirty and costs me five hundred bucks to Texters, then you know. By the way, uh, <coughs> somebody on Twitter says to save Trevor some money, just in case. I say he has to give the intern a thousand dollars if EMU gets more wins than Louisville. <laughs> um, I'm with that one. She's in. Appreciate it. She's in. I mean, it, until until he has that kind of season, then I, I'm okay with him. You know, showing some. At least some standards. Why I, did Trev just ignore, ignore the proposition? <laughs> <laughs> if you're still the intern here at that point, we'll talk. I will be just for that. <laughs> You'll be maybe hired by then. So I, I mean, are you okay with him having standards at this point? I mean, to, to, to not just bend over and be like, bring anybody in? I mean, that's got to be feel a little nice, right, at some, in some way? I am. At the same time... <laughs> I can't imagine. We were linked at one point in time to like what twelve or thirteen transfers out in the portal. We got one of them. I can't imagine that in all of the other twelve instances or however many there were that this was the root cause. That this was just Kenny Payne saying these kids. They don't, I'm not bowing. They don't down. fit the culture. Yeah. You have to just assume whether it's you know talking about Courtney Ramey or Tyrese Hunter or Malachi Smith or whoever. There have to have at least been a couple of these guys that we tried to get. And just didn't. Okay, I, I mean, I know at least for at least Bates, Hunter, and probably maybe Johnson, you would, maybe you could you could at least excuse yourself to chalk that up to culture, right? With some of them, I mean, a couple of them. I, I still don't know exactly what happened with Tyrese. With Tyrese Hunter, I would have, I would have said culture be damned. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. He can make yeah, us. He can make I mean, us a very good team. Yeah, I know. Let's just go ahead and make this happen. Maybe we just keep it quiet. But we'll see. I mean, I, I get not wanting to set the standard right off the bat as like the. 
we're going to just give in to these kids. I, I liked his message. I, I liked him saying NIL is supposed to be about making money off of what you accomplish and who you are as an active college athlete. It's not supposed to be about me just giving you this to come here and play for my team. I couldn't have said that better myself. Which is right. Like Which, At the same time, we know firsthand that's not the way it's working right now. No, far from it. And we're not, unfortunately, in a position just yet to be able to not utilize any sort of advantages that are out there. Hopefully, that's not the case moving forward. I feel like I've said that enough. But if we were serious about trying to make this team as good as it could possibly be, we had to land some grad transfers. And that's not me rewriting history. This is the same people who are now saying our roster is good as is. These nine guys are our guys. I think we can still be like Final Four good, Top 25 good, whatever. Those same people two months ago would have just told you if you had – concerns about the roster we're going to get guys right all these transfers are out there some guys are going to try to go the nba route they're going to come back we're going to get some of these guys don't worry about that i mean i was told that a million times we didn't get any guys that has to at least if the season doesn't go well now if it does then you say man he's a fantastic judge of talent this guy's even better than we thought we may win you know multiple national titles in the next decade but if it doesn't if this is a team that once again misses the ncaa tournament i think you have to kind of look back and say like you know, we, we needed to add some guys. We didn't. What, what, what? But also, I mean, we're also talking one year. Exactly. Because I mean, yeah, if you if this team misses into the tournament, maybe we go into tournament selection and we're borderline 500, which means our odds of obviously hearing our name are very slim to none. But you already have locked in Wagner and, you know, fill in the blank four or five other guys. Then we're all okay. Then, yeah, then it's okay. For the most and then, part. And then, you can, then, I'm, then, then it's, you, in hindsight, you can look back and say it was probably better to, you know, have a standard and draw a line and, 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 and and bringing guys that, that fit your culture because that's what you're doing in the future now. I mean, I don't think any Louisville fan would tell you. I, I think you're right. I think Louisville fans would tell you they'd be willing to sacrifice a overachieving first season under Kenny Payne, where we let's say we have the same type of season we had in year one under Chris Mack, where we were you know we're a seven seed, we prove everybody wrong, we don't win a game in the tournament, maybe we win one game in the tournament. Yeah, get beaten. So but you don't sacrifice your 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 morals or your culture or whatever you want to do in order to. Like set a standard that plagues you for the upcoming season. I think we'd be willing to have a. I would. We'd be willing to have a year where we miss the tournament this year and try to focus more on installing culture and getting the recruiting going in the next couple of classes in order to have mega successful teams moving forward. Yeah. I think every Louisville fan would be okay with that. It's going to take more patience, which is something that I mean we're all kind of sick of because. Yeah, but you're telling me just one more year though. I've already done with dealt with it for the last four or five years. I mean you're just. Uh, all I got to do is wait one more year and it's back to normal for it, global standards, then I can wait one more year. It does kind of feel like the last year of like a seven-year jail sentence where you're like, <laughs> I can do anything for 12 months at this point. No problem. Or like the last hour of like a 10-hour road trip drive yeah. where you're like, hey, this is nothing. I, like, can do 18, I can do 18 months staying on my head over we're, here. We're yeah. good with this. Um, all right, we have to take a break. When we come back, the 5 o'clock hour will be on the way. You guys have loaded up the text line. We have all sorts of thoughts about uh, Kenny Payne, recruiting, Imani Bates, all this good stuff. Uh, Trevor Pole vaulting. There's plenty of oh. thoughts that we didn't get to there. One-hit wonders. One-hit Wonders. Please, no, don't, no. After the commercial break, we forget. You do have one person who agrees with you, says Lord is a one-hit wonder. I Finally, one ever. person one has person. intelligence. There you go. Uh, one. All that stuff. Go. All it takes. I take it back. <laughs> I read it wrong. It said Lord isn't a one-hit wonder. Ah! What's wrong with you, Texer? Sorry. Auto-correct I, I, on that I one. I did that on purpose. I swear to God I didn't do that on purpose. I swear. I hit us up with Thornton Stacks line, 502-414-1450. Alan <laughs> number three is on the way next. Here of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450, The Big X.
Welcome back in. Five o'clock hour of the Mike Rutherford Show. It's Trevor Kelsey's theme today. I think it's one hit wonder since 2000. 2010. Since 2010. Foster the people there. I won't fight you on that one, even though I did like, I liked uh, Helen of the Beat and Houdini, two of their other songs yes. from their first album, but I don't think that they ever like got radio play. So I, mean, I won't fight you on that and one. And this song did chart. This song, I, I only know this song because it was on FIFA. Oh, it was on the radio, like it everywhere. Was, I, I mean, I just, it was on FIFA. I heard it. I don't know if it was on radio before FIFA, after it. I don't know. It, it, they could have gone hand in hand, but it was on. It was one of those FIFA songs that just, I would hear it every five minutes. It felt like it would just get stuck in my head. Okay. Uh, Five o'clock hour. Mike Rutherford here Not with Trevor Kelsey. Uh, Trevor Kelsey in the big studio. We got intern Jenna running yeah, the board. Yeah, look at me. I mean, I feel like special. Ooh. Follow Trevor on Twitter at Trevor Kelsey, and I'll, I'll do this for you, Jenna. Follow Jenna at Foxy Jenna. Foxy. One X in Foxy, two Ns in Jenna. Let's see if we can get Jenna to it. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Jenna to a thousand followers before Trevor. There's oh, no way. How many followers do you have, Foxy Jenna? She's got four hundred ninety-six. Well, I was gonna say, I think a little less than five. Well, that's still pretty good. If I'm you're at- following Trevor, unfollow Trevor right now, no! and then follow Jenna. Trevor's at nine thirty. I share funnier things. I would just no, no, no. My retweets are quite common. No, 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 no. I need to because I, I need to get more than the rapper from uh, from from Master P's group. Slow down. That was Nelly. Oh, that was Nelly. My bad. I need from to the get Saint Nelly. Yeah. You think you're gonna get more followers than no, Nelly? No, not Nelly. I'm okay. not. I'm, I'm, I'm the mask guy. No, the guy that wore the Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> his name was apparently Slow Down, and he's got like a thousand followers. So I need to. I want to beat him. Nice. I want I Jenna, you can both beat him. I want Jenna to get there first. <laughs> follow Jenna at Foxy Jenna. Unfollow Trevor if you're following him. But if you don't, if you unfollow me, you won't get all those like great like one-liners I throw out there once a month. Yeah, I know you don't. You don't. Those super one tweets. For as entertaining as you are on this show most days, you're not. You, you don't, you're not a great Twitter follow. Do you know why? Because you're stoned and you don't like do stuff on Twitter. I mean that too, but <laughs> uh, I I'll never forget. I don't know why this has always stuck with me. I used to tweet a lot. And I would tweet jokes and stuff. And it's just, probably and, better that you live this way now. And I, I tweet probably right for both of us. You lied about that. Uh, but I tweeted something out one time. That I thought was I thought it was good. I was like, I like this. I'm gonna tweet it out. And I don't know if it got retweets, whatever. And then I used the joke like on my radio show the next day. And I just remember like a bunch of people calling like, "You just said you're just repeating yourself. You said on Twitter yesterday." No. And at that point, like it's always kind of bugged me. Now I'm like, I don't want to. I get that sometimes where I use the same stuff on the website and Twitter, and some people will call me out, but I'm like, you know, it's, it's material. I mean, I just, I mean, maybe I, I have ways of testing my jokes before I use them on the air. Like, I'll send them to, like, I may send something to you as a text or yeah. another buddy. <clears throat> I have a group thread, you know, I might text in the, in a, a joke in a group thread and see how it works out and see if I think I can use it. But then again, also a lot of times, I mean, honestly, I don't, like, prep for this stuff. Like, I, anything I say sometimes usually is off the, off the hip. Yeah, I said off the dome. Off the dome. <laughs> off the dome. Off the dome. Is that is that is that a phrase too though? That's yeah. just what my dad said. Off the dome. If you're just joining us, we've had a all the stuff that I thought we were going to talk about today. We've kind of just thrown out the window. We have the Jordan Church commitment right when we start the show. That's a big deal. Uh, we talk about that. We did have Jeremiah Collins, BC baby, the former the former male high school standout who's now moved to Oakland High School in, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Loser. Decommit from the U of L 2023 <laughs> class. But the big news that nobody saw coming, at least during the show today, was Imani Bates committing to Eastern Michigan, ending the saga that has dominated so much of the local sports conversation really since the end of the basketball season, or at least since the hiring of Kenny Payne. I mean, we, there's been a, there's obviously the talk of just him going to Eastern Michigan, which we had some fun with. Shout out to Stan Heath. But there's been, I think, more fallout talk because now, like, like we discussed last hour, the roster more or less for next season is set. For Kenny Payne's first season is set. You've got Basically. these nine players. You can't add anybody. There's really nobody else out there well, there's still of any substance. One name possibly floating if the, 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 the grades work out. 
Oh, Fabio Basili. Yeah. I'm not sure that he like I think his game's strong. I think right away as a freshman, I don't think he dramatically like I'll say this. No matter he's what not a guy of- that I say if we're looking at Louisville right now as a I don't know, top 50 team. He doesn't take them from that status to like top 30. No, but he's definitely a, he he brings more attributes to the table than any walk-on would. True. Okay, so I mean he's but definitely I, an upgrade, and that's why if we don't get him because of the the transcript things, then the only spots we're filling that we don't know about right now is basically walk-ons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I, I mean, I don't think there's anybody out there. My point is, I don't think there's anybody out there who dramatically alters the landscape of next season. That we so does kid, kid get a scholarship now? Who Zane? Zan? Zan. Zan Payne? At this point, they may just, you know, we have 13 scholarships to use. We have nine scholarship players. We have four walk-ons. They may just give the scholarships to the walk-ons. I mean, might as well. We'll see what happens. But one thing that I wanted to add to the conversation we were having last hour, because there's been a lot of back and forth. There's back and forth on the text line. There's back and forth um, on Twitter now. Everybody's having a conversation about this first roster and, and Kenny Payne. And let me say this. I think you can be a little bit disappointed in the construction of the roster and what's taken place over the last two months and still optimistic about the future with Kenny Payne. Both can be true. We've gotten to a point now where with some people, any sort of criticism of Kenny Payne is like, well, you're a hater. Like I can't wait till you come back when we're getting all these top players and winning championships. And that's, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. And I also think people who are saying clearly this was the wrong hire. We made the, we made a mistake. Like that's also the wrong, there's no point in being extreme about a guy who's not coached a game here yet. Who's been on the job for three months. Having said that, Somebody pointed out during the break, Kenny Payne himself, a month and a half ago, was asked about the roster, was asked about having one guard. And he came out and said himself, we're going to add more guys. I know we need guards. I feel like we're good now. I feel like we can be really good if we get a couple of these guards that we're targeting. So this isn't just fans who've been out there clamoring for, we need this guy, we need that guy, we got to add to the roster. Kenny Payne himself came out and said six, seven weeks ago, we need to add a couple of guys. If we do that, we're going to be pretty good. And it didn't happen. Well, yeah, didn't you just say he said that we're going to be solved with what we have? He feels good about what we have, but we yeah. can be really good yeah. if we get a couple of these guys that we're going after right now. And, I'm assuming, and it didn't I'm happen. Assuming, I'm assuming uh, Hensi, uh, Hersey Miller wasn't on that list of guys they were going after at that time. I'm, I don't know anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Safe bet on that one, right? So <laughs> with those comments being out there, I think it's. I thought it was already fair to criticize Kenny Payne at least a little bit for this roster if you don't think that it's up to, to our standards. And with him saying that, I think it, you know, he would open himself up to say, like, yeah, like I thought we needed to add some guys. We didn't. That's at the end of the day, that's on me. Now, if he's passing on all these guys because he doesn't think they're the right culture fit, then that's a different thing. I can't imagine that's the case. But I do respect him for coming out there and saying, you know, he's his big message since he's been hired has been we're trying to get the right people involved in this program. I don't care if you're the most brilliant X's and O's coach in America. If you don't care about these kids, if you don't care about the right things, you can't be on my staff. I don't care if you're the best basketball player in America. If you don't care about putting in the effort, if you don't care about being here for the right reasons, you can't play here. He's, at least in a couple of the cases that we know, a couple of the cases that have been out there, he's lived up to that standard. Yeah. I don't think that was the case with every transfer that we were in contact with who chose to go elsewhere, but at least at least a couple of these cases, he's holding true to his word, which is right out of the gate, we may not be up to U of L standards, but we're setting a culture. That's step one. Step two is getting back this program back to compete for national titles, which probably isn't going to come in year one. I mean, we all hope it does. We no, all hope this is a dramatic you, overachievement. There's reason to believe year two could be a contender year. But he's basically saying step one has to come before step two. That oh, if we don't yeah. do the right things culture wise, I like that. I agree with that too. And I that's mean, what I, you have I to hope. stand with him. I, I stand with KP. You have to at this point. You just have to have 
faith that he's doing the right things. You guys have we have to have put our trust in KP. You got to give this guy a little bit of a grace period. Say, no, the roster doesn't look like what we expect it to look like. No, it's not going to be this dramatic turnaround from uh, may not be this dramatic turnaround from a year ago that we all were hoping. But it's all worth it if a year from now we're talking about a Louisville team that has you know top fifteen talk that is being discussed as a legitimate. I don't know, Final Four threat, a top team in the ACC. That's what the hope has to be right now, at least to me. I mean, I'll say this. Like, I, I agree with him and stand with him because, like you said multiple times, this is Louisville. We're a top seven program in history. You know, we, we are we are a institution amongst institutions. We are we are a, a upper tier. We're not DePaul. We're not Baylor. We're not a school where if I was a fan of Baylor and Drew is just bringing in anybody and everybody he can – that maybe is has halfway talented just to try to improve, that's fine. That's what Baylor can do. And maybe Baylor's not at that level now, thanks to Scott Drew, but they were. DePaul's at that level. E- EMU's at that level. There's multiple. Memphis is at that level. There's hundreds of schools out there that do that. But Louisville should not be one of them and, and don't have to be one of them, even when we're having a bad run like we are. Because those runs and bad – this isn't football. Basketball, you can turn things around pretty damn quickly. And Kenny Payne's going to show you that he can do that. So, yes, I'm I'm happy that Kenny Payne did not lower standards and not sell out, so to speak, just to give one good year and a piece. Because here's the other thing. For those to be fair, are, we're talking about one case that we know of. And we're only talking about one season, too, in this case. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, and for those that like want to bash, he didn't break. Look, look what we got. This roster looks bad. Let me ask you a question. What do you think this team would look like and this roster would be composed of if Mack was still on the team? If this was Chris Mack going into the season? What do you think this roster might actually look like? Worse? No. I mean, you don't think it could look much worse? No. You think it would look better? I think it'd be about the same. Okay, and I mean, and I think we'd be. I think everybody would be a lot and, more upset about and it. And I tell you what, if it's the same, I'd rather go into a season with the with the blindness of not knowing how my coach can be good, with the with the optimism he can be good, than going in knowing that Chris Mack can't coach. I, I think no, I'm not I, saying he can't coach, but he's that I wouldn't. I wouldn't be optimistic going in going into a season if this sack roster and Chris Mack. I would be very unhappy right now. Everybody would. Like, I'd be very angry. If this were, if we had these same nine scholarship players, these same walk-ons, and Zan Payne would be awkward if he was a walk-on on Kenny Payne on a Chris Mack's team. <laughs> be hilarious. But if if this exact roster was a Chris Mack roster going into year five after the last two years we've had, the topic on every sports radio show every single day this summer would be, this is not good enough. We'd be begging to talk now. more football. You know, Derek Kellogg just got fired today on June 29th. We'd be saying, hey, if Long Island can do it, we can do it. Let, let, let's fire fire Chris Mack right now. This roster is just not good enough. You don't do that with a first year head coach, especially when he has shown signs of you know getting some of the top players in the next two recruiting classes to come here and play for us. Mm-hmm. And when there are like, I think there's an excuse to an extent with a couple of these kids when it comes to the IRP stuff. I still think in this day and age, with what Louisville has to offer, with the NIL stuff being out there. This roster should be better. I think you, again, you can say that and still be very optimistic about moving forward with Kenny Payne because not all of these kids that were out there that have gone to Duke, that have gone to, you know, I mean Missouri. I mean, other than Luke, Texas, they weren't all head cases that were going to disrupt team chemistry. No, but we all, needed players to add to this roster, and we didn't do it. But in fairness, also, I mean, who who did we lose out to? We lost, Texas. Be I mean, Texas maybe is maybe shouldn't be on a level, but Texas is still a pretty good program in the last few years. Well, we just lost to Eastern Michigan. I mean, but that's again a case whether did we lose it or did we? Fair. Yeah, 
I mean, we lost we lost a kid to Texas. We lost a kid to Gonzaga. Missouri. I mean, we lost Missouri. Okay, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take an L yeah. on that one. I like that you said Missouri twice. So yeah. Know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll take an L on that one. It stands out. <laughs> Talk yeah. about it. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, most of most of the losses we have have been to schools that are, I mean, they're not scrubs. They're good. They're good programs. But we're not going to say that when we're talking about the 2023 class. No, no. That you, you know? get, you get a one year. No, this is your one one year. This is your one mulligan if you're Kenny Payne for recruiting. This is it right here, right now. Not to, not to quote Jesus Jones, right here, right now. Great one hit wonder of the '90s, but that's that's where you're at. I'm just concerned that we like we all want to see this new. We want to go back to the up tempo style, the fun style, the hard man to man defense. Win. Well, we want to win. <laughs> I mean, we don't care. But we feel like after corners. after four years with Chris Mack playing the style that he played and not seeing the types of results that we wanted from it, I think most fans would say we need to get back to doing what worked, which up tempo, great defense, scoring in transition. This roster is not conducive to that style of play at all. Oh, you can't hear the next door. I told you. you, yeah. I never realized that. We've got, try to stay focused. We've got. <laughs> Good luck. Now I think I have to cover my other ear okay, just to okay, avoid okay. it. <laughs> We've got one real guard. Yeah. I I know we talk about Kamari Lands and we talk about, and people have made the comparison, well, Florida State doesn't really play that way and they've got big guards. They've got big guards who are guards. Yeah, Scotty Barnes was a guard. I mean, he was a 6'9 guard. And they also, you know what style of play that they had? They played Chris Mack's style of play. Yeah. We're better than Chris Mack did it usually. Well, I mean, always I mean, <laughs> yeah. better than Rick. They, like Florida's had our number in recent years. No, I know. no bones about that. But if we're serious about getting back into the, you know, top 100 in tempo on Ken Palm, becoming a much much better defensive team than we've been the last couple of years, like I worry about. Like, first of all, L. Ellis last year did not look like a true point guard. But you would expect and hope that he would improve. You would, and mm. even if he does, you need somebody to take the pressure off of him. True. Not just, I agree. Not just when he goes to the bench, but when he's on the floor. Like you have to have secondary trouble. and tertiary ball handlers. Like you've got to have more guys out there than just one who can handle the rock. And maybe we do. Maybe maybe they've seen enough in practice during these summer sessions to believe, hey, Mike James is going to show all of you Kamari Lands is is the real deal, and that's all we need. But it's you have a thin margin for error. And, and what if Ellis gets hurt? I mean, hurt, foul trouble. I mean, there's just all. Yeah, I mean, he's just. There's no guaranteeing he's he fouled a lot last year. I know he did. I'm fully aware of that. I mean, he's, we have no backup plan. Hersey Miller's going to come out there just balling. You joke like that's that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, he's going to get foul trouble. He's going to play. I mean, Zan Payne's going to get some. How is Zan Payne a point guard technically? I don't know. I mean, he's just a guard in general. We don't know how really tall he is. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know who the other two walk-ons are. Maybe they can do it. I mean, but then again, also, I've never, and because, and, and I don't fall recruit. I mean, I fall recruiting, but I don't watch highlight. I, I just don't like watching highlight films, and especially, you know, because that's what they are. There's highlights. They're just smoke up your butt anyway, for the most part. But I just. I, I, you like that, Jenna? <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> but I like I, I still, I mean, we probably know, you know, James can handle the ball decently. Lance can handle the ball decently. Reed can handle the ball decently. I mean, these are guys who at 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, and 6'7", are wing players and can play the, you know, our guards. I mean, are they traditional, the traditional size of your normal point guard, your one? No. But, and then again, I mean, today's basketball that's kind of been thrown out the. I mean, the, the the traditional size and positions have been kind of flushed down the toilet and thrown out the window at this point. If you have the guys who can do the things that the that guards can do, if you have six six guys who can who are technically small forwards but can handle, and we don't, like and, but we don't know if any of those three guys can. They, maybe they can handle the ball that well. Exactly. We don't know. I mean, it's still. I understand where you you have reason to be more doubtful than positive in that situation, 
But there's, I mean, for all we know, they're going to come out there and show that they can rotate over and play the backup one. Here's the other thing, too, is it's one thing if, they, like if they're better ball handlers or if the system just works on offense that you don't need more than one primary ball handler. Somebody's still going to have to defend the other two. If we're going to play the, well, the Calipari-style man-to-man defense, we need, because from what I've seen... Well, that's a horse of a different color you're bringing up now. We've been on offense. Now he's not talking defense. Well, Payne says he wants to get back to being an elite defensive team. I do, too. From what I've seen with... Mike James, at least the high school footage, and certainly Devin Ree, like they they can't guard the two. They're not quick enough. Kamari Lands, we'll see. I, I think maybe he can do it. But again, you can't just play two guys forty minutes a game in the backcourt. It, it's just what other wing players do we have? I mean, we also have. I mean, who am I forgetting? We have like four. We have one guard. We have three kind of wings and like what I mean, five front court. Withers I mean, I guess JJ Trainer could play the yeah, three. Trainers, Withers could tra- move over to the Withers and Trainers are two. very very. Borderline three, more four. I mean, they're they're mostly fours. I mean, it's easier to it's easier to put a, put a three at a four than it is a four to three. The good thing about whether or not talking about whether or not this can work is we'll find out really quickly because they're going to play three games against three really good teams in three days. Yeah. in Maui, and yeah, if LLS doesn't make it back from the island, then, then we'll know. Uh, he just you know he's, he wasn't this wasn't cut out. This wasn't wasn't going to work. Um, we got to hope that this team doesn't get punched in the mouth heavily in Hawaii and it, it affects the whole season like we saw last year. Yeah. To where this team just, just looks like they, I mean, obviously at the Bahama blimp, but I mean, short of the Bahamas, I mean, this team, last year's team, I mean, just did never recovered mentally or physically, mentally at all from, from early on in the year. Yeah. I think when Matt came back, it was obvious. Like when they lost the game to DePaul, like that was for me when I was like, they're, they're just not going to get it. No. They're not. Yeah, it's, it is what. Speaking it is. of DePaul Day, I know we've teased this last couple of days, but the apparently the bet is is the the DePaul podcast guy that listened to us. Yeah, the DePaul podcast. He played uh, he played the clip of us talking, and he, he's Mike Rutherford and some co-host sidekick guy he's got named Trevor. Is how he quoted me as. Uh, took very heavy offense to me saying I knew more about DePaul basketball than most of his fan base. And he challenged me to a trivia contest. About DePaul? About DePaul. And, I mean. I would hope you could win. Please I, do it. Let I me be well. the mediator. I can do well. I mean, he may he may beat me because, I mean, listen, I'm not going to pull out, like, who's the third leading scorer in DePaul history if it's not, you know, Strickland Cummings, Dave Cortez, or. Dar Tucker. You know, yeah, something like that. Maybe I might not get it. I can tell you their coaches Wilson for the most Chandler. part. I know they've been to one Final Four. I know, I know a lot of that stuff. I know you're more basic than most people do. But I mean, and also I'm I'm comfortable to know that this is only going to be a basketball because they can't they're not good enough to have a football program. So DePaul's been to two Final Fours. I thought they only been to one. Forty nine, right? You 43, lost. 43 and seventy nine. You already oh, lost. Oh, I didn't. I forgot they went in seventy nine. That's right. We're off to a bad start here. <laughs> My confidence He's level was already low. My bad. He looked it up too. By the way, well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the one who's saying I could beat a DePaul guy into Paul trivia. I would have. Give me a minute. I'm off the. I would have done a little more homework before I went into it. But if I win, cheating. I went. Well, it's not cheat to, to study. It's cheating if you're saying right now I, you know more, and then you'd go home and study. I, I will if we if I win when I win, he is going to acknowledge DePaul Day returns. You can't do that. I'm doing. You it. don't have control over that. I'm bringing resurrecting DePaul Day. Nah, DePaul Day is dead. If Jesus can resurrect, so can DePaul Day. DePaul Day is dead. No, it's not. Don't say that, man. What I, is I created Day? the holiday. No, it's over. You created it, but I'm taking. I'm moving it forward. Give me a synopsis. That. The holiday um, is the day that we play DePaul, and it's a holiday because it's always a win. Because we never lose to him. And then we lost oh, to him, rough. so it's dead. Yeah. Okay, understandable. I got grilled for it, and it was it was deserved. It was embarrassing. It was going to happen at some point. It's why I didn't want the series to come back. I was happy when it ended when we moved conferences. I feared this might happen, and it happened. Blame Chris Mack. Now, now, if I lose the trivia, um, you, you gotta you got to like 
do some DePaul stuff on your Twitter account. <laughs> How did we bring Mike into this when this is your? The, yeah, all they care about is me. Like I've, I'm like DePaul enemy they number do. one. They do. Um, that's why they found. They the show. really give no bleep about me at all. <laughs> uh, Thor's text line, by the way, is 502-414-1450. Interesting discussion here on the the Kenny Payne stuff because uh, people are kind of all over the place. And Texter says, Mike, you were very against the Kenny Payne hire from the start. That's not true. It's not. You you had questioned it, but there's no reason. Just because you question something and show concern doesn't mean you're against it. I will fully admit to the, when it was being tossed out there that I thought it was something that might not go well. I, you did. You had concern. There's reason to have concern. There's still reason to have doubt if you want to. And I I talked. I quoted people that I talked to from basketball circles who kind of said like, just so you like, I trust their opinions. They were like, I wouldn't hire Kenny Payne. Um, I I, I like what's happened so far. I think Kenny Payne's awesome. I, every time he gets in front of a microphone, I feel good about Louisville basketball. I like the bringing back other people into the fold. I like bringing the different eras together and all this stuff. It, would, am I more concerned now than I was a few months ago? No. Again, big picture, I'm still kind of where I was going in. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I want to see what he does with these recruiting classes. Am I more disappointed about the upcoming season than I, I, I thought was possible? Yeah, like – I've kind of gone into this thinking that year one might be a little bit rough, but then when we started getting in on guys like Tyrese Hunter and, and some of these other players, I was like, okay, like this this could definitely be more of a thing than like we may be better right out of the gate than I thought. This could be Chris Mack. I, I didn't think we were going to make the tournament in year one under Mack. I said that multiple times. We made it easily, and I was thinking maybe this could be history repeating itself. And now I'm kind of back to just saying, okay, I'm I'm not. This isn't where I wanted to be. I'm a little bit disappointed about not getting any players that we went after in the transfer portal. But I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic, look to the future, see what we do in recruiting. Hopefully we can overachieve to the point where I, I feel good about the coaching staff, good about the, the style of play, good about the in-game decisions, and we'll move forward. But I'm not like I mean the fact that it's we, unfair to not give the guy the benefit of the doubt at this point. I mean, I know we didn't get every player in this offseason we went after, but the fact is we were in the mix for every player in this. That well, that in itself is not exactly encouraging. No, but it's, it is a step up from we were last year and the year before and the year before that. Not really. I mean we got like six transfers last year that we went after. Yeah, they weren't great, yeah. but they would have all we would take all of them right now. Maybe that's a good sign that we didn't we were less we were more picky this year. Well we only got one. Well well that's right. I keep thinking I forget reason not transfer, but he's no. technically a there's no way to spin that. Like like we can talk about passing on certain guys, but overall this offseason was a swing and a miss by Kenny Payne's own words. I, I feel like I have to keep pointing that out. That's not me giving an opinion. He said six weeks ago, we need to add more guys. I feel like we're going to add more guys. I know we need to add more guards. I think, we, he's, I think we're good now. I think we can be really good if we get some of these players that we go after. We added nobody. I still think we're going to be a solid team next year. I hope so. Very, I think we can still be a very competitive team next year. Texas says Wallace and Wheeler are going to absolutely torch you all. Who's that? It's Kentucky's backcourt. Kentucky's. Yeah, is, Kentucky uh, fans are very upset because they haven't beaten us in 72 years. It's been a long time. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. Pandemic wasn't even a thing the yeah. last time Kentucky beat the men's been, basketball. Yeah. Texas says, this may be a reach, but could a transfer who has committed somewhere else who hasn't signed slash enrolled yet change their mind and come to the Ville? No. I don't think so. Yeah, that would be, they would have to, at this point, they would have to, that would be considered a second transferring and then they would have to wait out a year. Yeah, they, they're if they're enrolled and they're playing, that's, I mean, the Davis brothers, they're at Seton Hall, that's done. Uh, Sam Williamson's at SMU. I mean, they can no leave. In Providence. And, I mean, if Tyrese Henry goes, oh, I don't want to be at Texas now, I want to go to Louisville, but he would have to, I think, sit out this year and bind that rule, I think. 
If they've already signed, yeah. Yeah. Then it's more likely. And odds are they probably have, I would assume. They have to be let out of their national letter of intent. Like, for instance, Mason Faulkner this time last year was. That's right, the Colorado Colorado. Yeah. Then he gets hurt. They let him out of his intent. He comes here and and plays. Well, Uh, that's because Tad Bull is a great human being. He is. He's. I like that. That's why it's easy. That's that's why. (laughs) Texas says, all kidding aside, this is a plummy, bro. What is UofL's backcourt for next season? How many guards do you actually have? I mean, again, if you're saying guard playing fast and loose with that term, then we have, I mean, you can count Reed Lands and and James as guards. The question for us is is not just guard, it's the the point guard. So, I mean, by that definition, we have four guards on our, five guards on our roster if you count Miller, too. I don't. I mean, well, I mean, he's a guard. (laughs) By the true definition of the word. Well, I mean, by that token, like anybody can be a guard. Okay, yeah. We have one natural guard on this roster. I can't. I just don't. You keep saying that now. We don't know if Mike James is going to be a guard or not. He. We've literally never I'll, seen him play. I'll say this: the talk during the offseason last year was that he was competing with Sam Williamson for the starting job at the three. They weren't. Okay. He wasn't even playing the two. He was playing the three all offseason. Yeah, but that coaching staff clearly didn't know what the hell they were doing anyway. There you go. <laughs> so. Texas, what can you say that would make fans optimistic that this year's basketball team would be better than last year's? I mean, how can you not be optimistic? This team, no, not, not, very few things can be as bad as last. Last year's team was the worst season in Louisville basketball history, like in my lifetime. I would say just I, I the because the roster from just a strictly roster standpoint, like it's, and I'm old. It's not. You can make the case that last year's roster looked better on paper than this year's. Having said that, I think Jenna boring you yawning into the mic. I went to double I, yesterday, and then I went are we boring morning. you, Jenna? Well, we've lost Jenna. Do we need, do we need to change I just subject? Haven't said anything for a long sorry, time. Sorry, we'll get back to pole vaulting in a second. No, I was thinking about Trev has a, a hockey shirt on, like he knows anything about hockey. So I was sitting here thinking about. He wears that. lots of hockey shirts. Yeah, I okay. do. I anyway, like continue. Sorry. Shirts. The big point that I would make. <laughs> so you just looked over at the wrong time. So mean. Because <laughs> I don't think like we should expect this year's team. This is saying the the very least amount. Bob. We should expect this year's team, even if there's an NCAA tournament ban, to be better than last year's. And the, oh god, yeah. The primary reason is just the a return to normalcy. Because I think last year, that roster was not what it should be, what it should have been, but it was better than a thirteen and nineteen team. And if you have a no distractions, no off the court BS, one coach the entire season, the same coach the entire season, that team I think that they showed by playing so close with North Carolina a couple of times and Duke a couple of times and, and looking good in the ACC tournament that they were better than their record indicated and they would have been better had they not had so many distractions. So I think that's the, that, that's the big reason is you got a lot of those guys back. You bring in three guys, I think two of whom are definitely going to make an immediate impact this year. One could help you out with shooting and be a better player down the line. Just having a stable coaching staff that knows what it's doing, that is going to do the right things, not having these off the court distractions, not going to put up with players talking back to coaches, getting in fights after the game, all that nonsense that's what you say. That, that's what you point to and say this year will, at the very least, be better than last year. I agree. Right. I'm, I'm not going to argue that. Texture says. That's a fact, just like Lord's the one hit wonder. <laughs> Texture says, Mike, Jenna had me at Foxy for a follow. Texture says, there's another Foxy Jenna. No need to specify Foxy Jenna. <laughs> what? I feel like I should be Foxy Trevor on there. You just change your name to Foxy like Trevor. Trevor. It's my name, though. And <laughs> I can... your name. Your first name is Jenna, not Foxy. Okay, first of all, if I put Jenna Fox, 
that's already taken on every platform. Yeah. Fox yeah. Jenna is see, also taken. So you should have got. I was. I was so. I don't know. But I'm, was it lucky that I got in and I was able to use my own my original name? Yeah, you're you're that's, early in the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got. I joined on Twitter in like 2008, I think March of 08 is when I got on Twitter. So I was on Twitter early. Jeff Greer had to protest. He so he was Jeff underscore Greer for a long time. The at Jeff Greer one word had like one tweet from 2011 and it was very racist and he was like <laughs> he's like can I get this, this guy's clearly not using the account it's making me look bad and I think Twitter like agreed they like, took it away from the and other Twi- and actually I, I think I was on Twitter for almost a year before I even changed it to Trevor Kelsey it was actually uh, user bunch of numbers. no it was that uh, LES8086 oh, was my the name LES report yeah and I was and I finally uh, I, want, I, I actually I didn't even go to my name originally I was going to just do at bacon and but bacon is taken that rhymed that was naturally cool. Uh, and I, I even I even sent out to the bacon person. I sent him a, like a DM or a, I tweeted at him at one time. I was like, "Let me have your name. You don't deserve it." And I think they like gave me the emoji middle finger or something. And, and I was like, "Well, let me just take my own name." And it worked. I was like, "Awesome." I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Yours is you. You have car oh, yours at Car Chronicle, yeah. yeah. But I've never and I've never wanted to like change my my name. I guess uh, in any way on Twitter. Like I've, I've had people say that I should change it to something else, but. I think it's just so cool that I've, I don't have to put an underscore or a number or a, I can just be my name. It's awesome. I like that. What is racks? Fast like, food with style? What you, racks? Uh, like racks? No, like racks, this place. This person's acting like you know what this is. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. This section says, Trevor, there's a racks in uh, Harlan, Kentucky. Let's take a road trip there. Is it, it says what? fast food with style. I've never okay, heard of that. I'm not familiar with that place. Yeah, uh, doesn't mean would, you wouldn't go. No, it doesn't mean I won't try. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pass me place. Got drop through. You got you got Trevor's chance. Texas didn't the Nevada team Musselman took to the Sweet Sixteen only have scholarship seven scholarship players. Hopefully, Payne can catch lightning in a bottle. I think they did by the end of the year because they had so many guys get hurt on that team. That was the one with the twins, right? Yeah, um, and I forget their names. Did they even go to the Sweet Sixteen? Because the year they were supposed to be so good, they tanked and they were a seven seed and they got beat in the first round. Something like that. I think it was yeah. the year before when they went to the Sweet Sixteen. He, yeah, those teams should have been better. Texas says, uh, dog poop literally does not fertilize the lawn, but it is your own yard. <laughs> it's poop. It's, what do you think fertilizer is? Do you what, want, what is fertilizer? Answer me the direct question. What is fertilizer? It, it's not dog poop. It's, it's, it, it is, it's what, though? It's there like, is what, poop in there, but, ah, but not there dog go. poop. What's well, poop it's, in general? It, not all poop is the same. It's just, Can you uh, use bird poop? Why is bird? Why, why, why is bird poop white? Deflection. Okay. Deflecting the conversation. <laughs> no, you got me on a side tan. A texter sent in a absolute <laughs> book here about the Bam at a bio thing. I don't even know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> is he defending Bam? No. Did you see like the? But did you see what that whole conversation stemmed from? Like the tweet that I made about Quinn Snyder crossing him up. Like the where picture, right? the, the picture? Yeah. Is there? Oh, did Bam do something? I just thought you put that out there. Jenna knows about this, and you don't. Oh, I don't. This know. Is, um, sorry. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, it's just the intern knows. Trevor, you're supposed you're co-hosting the show. You should know yeah. about this. Well, that's why I don't get my name on the show. Well, there you go. There's a reason. Fair counter. There's a reason why I don't get it. The Bam had a bio thing, so. I thought you just posted because it's a fun picture to post. No, because there's been a big debate amongst Louisville fans about this whole thing. Okay. So Donovan Mitchell's been in town. He worked yeah, out with the women's that, team yeah. a couple days ago. He worked I out, knew that. He worked out with the men's <laughs> team yesterday. And Kenny Payne is doing this thing. He's trying to bring back the old Crawford Gymnasium days where you've got former NBA guys coming back to town, playing with the current team. The pickup games are, are intense. He had, like, Wade Houston was in there the other day. Uh, yeah. Donovan was there. And then he had Bam Adebayo there. But the thing, Donovan posted a picture on Instagram. And Bam is playing inside the Kieber Center, a.k.a. the Little Yum, wearing a U.K. basketball shirt. And that rubbed some Louisville fans the wrong way. Why? 
because, because he's wearing a, a UK shirt inside a U of L facility. Now the the counter to that is, and there's this has been debated for a long time. You've got a UK guy going to U of L's facilities to work out and get better during the off season as an NBA player. Yeah, and he's more loyal. You can say, yeah, he's more loyal to Kenny Payne than he is to John Calipari. I mean, and our facilities are clearly better because we got UK guys coming here to play. I mean, if he wore a Heat shirt, should we be mad if we're Pacer? I mean, should Mitchell throw him out for that because he's a Jazz? But guy? also, I mean, if he's more loyal to Kenny Payne, I, then he should be excited for Kenny Payne being at UVL. Yeah, I look. I look at it as we just, we just, we just, we stole one of their their little claims. That's here's, what I look at it. Here's what Donovan himself. Said. By the way, Cropper Gym was his story hell to play in. That's what people say. I never hey, played there I, myself. I played in Cropper Gym. That's really oh. Oh, it was like hell. Red box. Oh, it was. Like, you'd have those giant fans, but it was just there to, like, just push the BO all over the place. It was, oh, man. Here's what Donovan himself I said. I miss it. And this <laughs> this kind of squashed the argument. Because I will admit, we're in the trust tree. This is an honest show. When I yeah. first saw the picture, I was like, eh, I don't really like that. Like, like UK shirt and UofL gym. It just rubs you the wrong way. It, it, just seeing it. I'm just like, yeah. Just do, like, an initial cringe. I can be willing to admit, though, that the, the, the pros can outweigh the cons here. And Mitchell said this on Twitter. Having NBA guys in the gym is huge for the young guys. I know the rivalry is what it is, and believe me, I can't stand UK, but as a college kid looking to improve my game and be the best team, fans should embrace the fact that pros from any school want to come and share knowledge. And I, I think that that's probably that's a good way to put it. A, a very good way to put it. I mean, my it's good for if it's good for recruiting, I think we should all be able to stomach it. I mean, when it comes to BAM, I mean, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Exactly. I mean, that's what he did. And he, they, they were taking shots at each other on Twitter. Like uh, yeah. Donovan posted that. Because you know, Donovan was on that team. That, he, he did. He was fresh from that team. Because yeah. he, po- he posted the picture on Instagram and put like 7370, like LOL. And then Bam re-crammed it and said like, as always, like big brother, little brother. Yeah, like just like, like weren't y'all always little yeah, brother. Yeah, it was like a like classic cliche UK fan line. Whatever. Uh, I forgot that we had the show coming in. You may shut the door. Oh, yeah, yeah we probably. do. We got yeah, to go to Florida today. I'm, I'm glad. I thought that was next door again. Which probably, I mean, that, they're so loud I can hear them from in here. I told you. I told you. Lord, people. Um, you know, I, I should remember that because, Jenna, you're going to get mad at me. I was going to bring Khaleesi in with me today. Yeah, whatever. My puppy. And the only reason I didn't is because the last minute I remembered they were coming in. I thought that's probably not a good idea. Tell yeah. them to worry about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind like of her. Yeah. <laughs> right now is when you decide that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until then you were just kind of on the fence still. Cool, cool. I mean, you did yawn in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> okay. Into the mic. Into the no, it was not into the mic. No, you're right. I heard my whole no. How do you think we heard it? Because you made eye contact. <laughs> no, we, we both heard it. <laughs> it was loud, too. You know what? It was not subtle. I could be like a mouth breather. There are worse things. It was not subtle. <laughs> Sorry. Still funny, though. <laughs> it was good. So the... We, Jenna, you don't need to play the music. But I was, we were going to do the DJ Wagner slash Imani Bates update of the day, and it was going to be a dual thing today. And it's kind of gotten just crapped all I, over. And because I closed the MacGyver song already. Too, yeah, we, we already did the Imani Bates update of the day because it was the final one. Yeah. It was like the finale of the MacGyver because we have Imani Bates committing to Eastern Michigan. But this morning on social media, and this is in hindsight a very kind of trolly move on his part if he did it knowingly, he posted a picture of himself and DJ Wagner together. Where were they at? Did you know? I think that they're what DJ is. He's not. He hasn't left for Spain yet. So I assume that they're at whatever. I guess is NBA Top 100 camp going on right now. I, I guess think. Yeah. And okay, it is because Kevin Glenn's playing in it. 
So I assume that that's where they are. Why would Bates be at that? He's a, he's a college kid. He's not a recruit anymore. He might be working out. See, he's a, he's like he's that kid that's a, that's a freshman in college that comes back and hangs out at the high school party when he gets back. Well, I mean, he, he was a bigger <laughs> deal. He was a big man on campus back then. Was it was American by two? He's like, are we the cool kid, college kids at the high school party or the loser college kids? at the Well, high school no, party? he's so he's been working out. I mentioned this a couple of times. He's been working out in New York with Chris Brickley and those guys. The yeah. NBA top one hundred camp is in New York, so he's he's there okay, for that so reason. Each other. So he took a picture and just said like, I think whole lot of buckets together in this picture or something. And then <laughs> people were like, Ooh, they're going to Louisville together. And I'm like, No, this is this is clearly Monty Bates knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that was going to be the dual update of the day, and it got kind of well rained over by him going. Stan Heath ruined. The Imani Bates slash DJ Wagner update of the day. Right, a very special crossover episode. I'm with those inside baseball there for people. I, I never get to see this because I'm never in this room. I'm looking at your, your, I guess your show topic list. I love how we're 20 minutes away from the show ending, and there's still only two things crossed off on the entire list. Oh, those were from yesterday, too. Oh, that was <laughs> rough. Yeah. It's a whole week. I mean, there's only the saddest part is there's only five things listed. And yet there's only two crossed off. <laughs> I didn't expect Imani Bates to commit to EMU in the middle of the show. Plus the whole segment of yelling about Lord and I, I expect that. <laughs> that, that. Yeah, I feel like that's a. And let's not forget blood and guts. I've started planning. I plan for like one hour of content, and I'm like Trevor will just derail the other two hours. Oh, that's but the you, way it's gonna go. You don't don't ask for pity on that. You love that. I do, especially in the summer. Yes, because you're gonna you'd be sitting around trying to get Virginia down, make your turkey sandwich, and you're thinking. Crap, I only got like an hour of content. What am I going to talk about? Ah, I'll just let Trevor ramble. It's a, it's a nice crush to have. I don't have to get guests. It's great. <laughs> Texas says, does, does Jenna think that Trevor can eat a salad? I mean, do I think he can or do I think he will? He won't do it. Because there's yeah, two different things. He definitely could. But the records show I have eaten a salad once before. You literally the other day were talking about somewhere's salad and that you've had it before. No, it wasn't salad. Uh, the only salad I've ever eaten was when I lost a bowling bed at Pizza Box because I got... <laughs> The, this guy, we our bowling team, we had two really good bowlers, uh, Brian oh, Miller. and you were on a bowling team? Yeah. Brad, that makes I, so much sense. I'm going to give him love, too. Matt Stevens and Brian Miller, great bowlers. And there was me and Ruben, who were, like, bowled around the 90s. Ruben? Ruben, yeah. We call him Paco. So, we one night, we get... It's a, it's a server's bowling league. You're a server, Jenna. You can relate to this. Like, I will never relate to being ser- a part ser- of a bowling server league. Server bowling league started, like, 1 in the morning. And by that time, as a server, you know, you're already hammered. So we one night one one night at, at the uh, Linden Lanes, I somehow bowled better than Brian Miller. Miracle and by God, I don't know how I did it. And then you talk trash. Talk right? so much trash, you got yeah. so pissed. So he made a bet that was like, if you beat me next week, you got to beat me again. If I win, you have to eat a salad. If he wins, I don't even remember if we made a bet for that side because it wasn't going to happen. And he bowled like a two forty. I think I bowled like seventy. <laughs> I mean, it was humiliating. He was bowling between his legs just for fun at one point. Uh, and so I'd eat a salad, and that was the only, I think only about half of it, but that's the only time I've ever eaten a salad. And it was awful. It was gross. If I was a dinosaur, I would never be a uh, a, meat, a meeting, a, a planting dinosaur. I'm only going to be a T-Rex. What? Do you know what those are called? You just, you danced your way around that Car- one. One's, yeah. a, one's a carnivore. carnivore. What's the other one? Plantivore? There's two more, actually. Uh-huh. Well, no, herbivore and one. Herbivore, that's it. What's the third one? There's the one that, there's carnivore that's meat. Jenna, don't jump in if you don't know. Never mind. No, oh. she no, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. What do you is it? I have no idea. There's a third. That's why I was asking. I wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. How can it be three? An omnivore. What's uh, an omnivore? I what's, think she's right. What's an yeah, omnivore? Yeah, I eat? am right. What's an omnivore? What do they eat? I, I both. I think. Well, how that's. I mean, that... oh yeah, omnivores are animals that eat both plants and meat. Mm. That makes huh. sense. Hey, Mike, don't jump in if you don't know, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the first Google response to that when I typed that in was like worksheet for a grade school class. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that was like third grade. I feel like omnivores should be a term brought back again. Then 
We're all omnivores, besides you. No, I'm just a carnivore. Texture says the My guy. My sister just texted me and said omnivore. Man, she goes. <laughs> I'm sure the text line was like, you moron. Yeah, no, hey, but no child left behind right here, people. The, uh, <laughs> the texture who wanted you to watch Mo Money says, hey, I never said Mo Money was good. I said okay, it, he's defending himself. I now. said it took me back. Haha. Ha. Then Trevor said he had nothing to watch, so I asked if he had watched it yet. I agree, it's not good. The best scene in the movie is the Reverend Pimp Daddy Lawyer scene in the. No, beginning. no, no. The best that you're close, texture. The best scene is the guy. He wants the, the, the he wants him as a lawyer in prison when he's like, Judge, you got five years for me? No, no, no. Give me ten more years. No, no, no. I want you. Want, I want some dessert. Give me life. Give me life and put it on some bread. No, no, no. I'll I eat it all, Judge. I don't I know like the mouth sound. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. It's the best scene in the movie. It's it a lot right there. <laughs> Texas says, Mike and Trevor, if Louisville men's basketball were to surprise and make either a top three finish in the ACC and or the second week of the NCAA tournament, who will have had the biggest impact on the roster? And why is it Jalen Withers? That's you read that guess. way too fast. It's a safe. Well, we don't have much time. Okay. It's a, <laughs> Sorry. I think that's a fair point. Like, if Louisville does overachieve to the point where we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that was a Sweet 16 team or a top oh, four team. Oh, who's the player? Like, who is the most – like, who do we look back and be like, oh, yeah, it was because of him. I can see Withers being the guy who just, like – Easily. He showed that promise. Like, even last year when he was so bad, he, the Notre Dame game, he was, like, unstoppable. He looked like he was an NBA draft pick in that game. He has that potential – if this staff can unlock it and get it out and have that light bulb moment where he's that player consistently, then yeah, we can be a pretty damn competitive team. I mean, Withers or one of the wing players being James Lanzari or like Ellis, any of those, one of those I could definitely see is definitely the reason, yeah. Tish says Caleb Banks on the football team was also recruited to play basketball. Get him over there. Go. Yeah, do it. Get him over there. We should get some of the volleyball players. <laughs> we should. Anna Stevenson was like. High jump. Like, you know, you know Trent she plays in Turkey. She's you know, so good. You know Trent she, Dilber's daughter played on the volleyball team? She's the setter. I told Trevor this like 50 times before he got through his head. And she's beautiful. Not that it matters. But oh no, awesome. she, she, she just got she's married. She's definitely hot. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's okay. Yeah. Tori Dilfer. Yep. Yeah. She killed it. We're going to be good again this year. They just released the schedule, by the way, the 2022 schedule. We'll have to get DBK back on the show. So she's off the team, right? I thought she was. She, she is. She's oh, gone. She graduated. She graduated. Yeah. Both of them graduated. Do we have any famous daughters on this year's team? Not to my knowledge. Probably not. No. Texas, has TK already been hypnotized into thinking he can pole vault? <laughs> That's a great text, actually. That's a very good text. I like that. The texter who named <laughs> who named his new roosters after you and I uh, now says he was going to name his new goat Amani Bates, but he blew it. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe we can get him back. If he knew that, he would never have gone to EMU. Jenna, would you like to be named with the goat named after you? Sure. Jen the goat? Jen the goat. Foxy Goat. Foxy Goat. That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. That's good. I like that. Texas says, why Foxy is everyone goat. crying about Bam's T-shirt? Are we anti-NBA players? Hanging out with our guys now. I agree. I don't think there's. I, 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 I'm. It's a classic summer Louisville sports story. Yeah. I also don't think money. Like everybody's crying. I think it was just like some, people saw it and they're like, mm, "That's weird." I think you're right. I don't think it's. I think I have, I no, I have no problem with it whatsoever. I, if he wants to come, I, in fact, I, I'm I'm glad he whether come here than play at the Craft Center or wherever the, the UK plays at. Texas Practices. Trevor's uh, road bike hot take was pretty hilarious too. Road bike? I don't even remember what that was. Did I do a road bike? I don't remember that. What's a road bike? My favorite take of yours all time is still, it's, it's more of a quote than a take, but when you said, I don't think it's bad, I just think it's on the bottom rung of quality, <laughs> which is one of the better euphemisms I've ever heard in my entire life. 
It's not bad. It's on the bottom row of quality. It's just if you're ranking things, it's at the very bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel man. about grout fit. That's, that's, Stop. That's how I feel Jenna about it. said I'm wearing a grout fit because I've got a gray shirt and gray shorts on. That's what it is. They're different shades. By the way, the yes, definition. I'm going to have to go get shown this one now. That is a dark, dark gray on the shorts. Exactly. He got lucky. No, that's... And I, he got lucky that I, he chose dark. I typically agree with Jenna. I try not to wear the same. But yeah. like, I was running late today. I didn't have to change the shirt. Also, I'm coming in here. I don't care. Yeah, when have we ever dressed up in here? I used to for the radio, like to a certain extent. Oh, and then, like, I've never. When I started after the pandemic, I was done. Like, like I just I stopped like wearing anything yeah, semi nice say, in public. You've I'm never like, dressed up in here for me. I always tell me everything I need to know about what I have to wear from Ex- now on. Yeah, you're no, fine. Yeah, you, wear whatever you want. This yeah. is why you get into sports radio. Yeah, okay. I, you're not lying. The one of the reasons I got sports radio is like I want a job where I can go wear gym shorts and a t-shirt daily. I actually have said several times I, I, the reason I decided not to do TV and I would rather do radio is because nobody sees me. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, just yeah, throw on some legs. In some sweatpants. I don't care. Come on in. Uh, TJ Walker texted back in. He said, Trevor's trolling you all. He can hardly swing a golf club and nearly broke his neck kicking a <laughs> soccer ball. There's no way he could do a pole ball. And he knows it. Okay. First. <laughs> oh, it While these things are true, in, in a way, pole, I, I, vaulting's a little different. All I got to do is yeah, stick it's the It's way more difficult. No, all I got to do is stick the pole in the hole and lift my son. I can do that. Texas Trevor, bro. I'm not confident you could even jump off the ground, much less pole vault. <laughs> He's going to prove you wrong right now. He's going to do it. I'm I'm nervous. Can you see the space in my feet? I can I can yeah, I can see you. He can jump <laughs> off the ground. Sound. He did the it. Sound. He did it. <laughs> it just happened. Texture's wrong. I'm like a lot. I think I blew up my knee. <laughs> I was worried there. I was like, dude, I was like, how close is the nearest? I was like, hospital? if both of his knees buckle, is Mike gonna help him? Or do I, like, do I just watch through Let's the screen? Excuse me, the, the paper program coming on after you. Can you help me carry this guy out of here? <laughs> Texas U of L fans who are mad about Bam out of bio just want something to complain about. No, I mean, I, I think it's fine to look at that and be like, eh. Just, I mean, when I first see like any sort of Kentucky thing in a Louisville setting, not that I'm not used to it at this point because they come to all of our games even when we're not playing them <laughs> i do like flinch a little bit i'm like oh, it just doesn't look right but at the same time i can fully recognize that the benefits outweigh like any sort of super stupid rivalry miss guy like like misfeeling i have not to distract but i think that's the first time i've jumped since jenna was in elementary school <laughs> 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 i'm not kidding <laughs> Um, I think that's like the first time I jumped in. I think the last time I jumped, Louisville didn't face sanctions in the NCAA. <laughs> Texture sent in your Twitter. Oh, te- Texture sent in two screenshots. One of you. Oh, with, God. What did I say? No, one of you with 930 followers, and then the next one of you with 929. So he's just, like, he's just proving that he unfollowed you to go follow Jenna. Oh, you. Punk. We're, we're getting... One of the people who followed me, their Twitter handle said, God has forgiven you, though. <laughs> God. I'm going to find out who you are, Texter, and I'm going to unfollow you. You probably don't even follow them, Trevor. Don't tell them that, Jenna. Texas, they can come and play, (laughs) but they don't have to wear UK stuff. That's the argument. Wear UK stuff, not that they're playing there. I mean, I guess, but it It just felt unnecessary. Like, I know you have other clothes, big dog. You could have wore a heat shirt. Yeah, you could have wore a heat shirt, right? Right, that would have been cool, you know? Texas says Trevor's an RB4. (laughs) That's a great tweet. That's a great text. I mean, I love that. Texas, if this is the roster, name our starting... Five, sixth man and point guard backup. Well, there's no point guard backup. Yeah, there's no point guard backup. Yeah. Starting five, I'm going L. Ellis, yeah. Kamari Lands, yeah. Jalen Withers, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, and Cindy Curry. I'm going Ellis, James, Lands, Hatfield, and Curry. I'm bringing Withers off the bench. Backup point guard. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean. 
Mainly because Withers can with, you can, if he plays. Because Withers can play the four or five off the bench, depending on your matchups, and maybe even the three in the right matchup too. He could, but we also have like four other fives. Like we Roosevelt Wheeler's there too. We've got like a bunch of guys who can play the. Well, five. Wheeler's Wheeler's behind everyone else right now. You think? Yeah. Can't pay that he likes what he's seen from. No, well, I mean I hope he does. I'm just and I'm not saying he won't get playing time. I'm just mean. I just don't. I, I don't see him being one of the, the the sixth or seventh guy off the bench. Texas says, "Who had a better fireworks show, Jurich or Hurt?" I don't even know what that means. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go Jurich though because he always does everything best. Texas says, "I felt that jump in Jeffersonville." <laughs> <laughs> not not cool, Texas. That was mean, man. That was mean. You're mad because it was that funny. Was, it was always damn funny, but it was still mean. <laughs> It was funny. It was funny, though. Um, I liked it. Our guy Rashawn uh, tweeted in. He said, in this era of college free agency, one-time transfer and grad transfer markets as well as NIL opportunities, Louisville basketball's presumed standing and attractiveness because of financial means and available playing time. This was as poor a roster to build as possible. Oh, I I can't say it's possible. It's possible would be getting zero people, right? Yeah, true. I mean, that's, there's I no, mean but we at least have one. There is, I mean, there is ways of getting of being worse, Rashawn. Trust me. We could have Rashawn three players. is very anti Kenny Payne right now. He is. And I'm not saying he's wrong in his anti Kenny Payne, but he is definitely more. I want you. You're going to have to prove my my respect than just get it from optimism. And that I don't see any problem with that. But I'm just saying that's where he's at. There are no wrong opinions right now. No, no, there's not. I mean, you can blindly be like we are a little bit and say, listen, we're going to be positive because. As of right now, I mean, the grass is greener on the other side, as far as we know. I'm choosing to wait and see. Now, maybe we get to that grass and it turns out looking like my backyard. We don't know that. But, you know, possibly it, it may, may it does, may it doesn't. All right, we got to get out of here. We'll get the show coming in after us. We didn't take yeah. a break this hour because there's too much fun stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, we could go another hour, but we won't. Everybody have a fantastic <laughs> Wednesday night. Uh, big thanks to – follow uh, Jenna at Foxy Jenna on Twitter. Unfollow Trevor at follow Trevor, Trevor on Twitter. Follow, follow Trevor me. first. You know, okay? get to me. I need to get over 1,000. Even 1, if you don't follow me, just unfollow we'll get you to, Trevor. We'll, we'll get you to 1,000 after Jenna gets to 1,000. That's the new goal. We're going to make that happen. Everybody have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thursday, right here at 3 o'clock. I'm jumping again and ruining a house. Do I play rude? <laughs> yes, I'll play whatever. I don't care. Okay. I'll sing. Why you gotta be so rude?